This podcast is brought to you by Acme Markets. Fresh foods, local flavors. 93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news update with Kathy Romano. And today is Tuesday, October 20th. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning in the news this morning. COVID-19 cases continue to soar across the country, and one top infectious disease expert warned Americans that the next few months will be the darkest of the pandemic. Health experts say the predicted fall surges here and rising cases across the U.S. appear to bear that out. The U.S. is averaging more than 55,000 new cases a day, and 10 states reported its highest single-day case counts on Friday. At least 27 states, including New Jersey and Pennsylvania, are showing an upward trend in the number of cases reported, according to a CNN analyst of data from John Hopkins University. The next 6 to 12 weeks are going to be the darkest of the entire pandemic. Michael Osterholm, director of the Center for Infectious Disease Research and Policy at the University of Minnesota, told NBC's Meet the Press on Sunday. Osterholm highlighted the 70,000 cases of COVID-19 reported on Friday, which matched the largest number seen during the peak of the pandemic. Between now and the holidays, the U.S. will see numbers much, much larger than even the 67 to 75,000 cases, he said. Governor Tom Wolf on Monday told Pennsylvania residents to stay vigilant and stay together on the fight against COVID-19. Despite the climbing totals, Dr. Anthony Fauci, the nation's top infectious disease doctor, said a nationwide lockdown is not the way forward unless the pandemic gets really, really bad. Americans can help get the virus under control, experts say, by heeding guidelines touted by officials for months, avoiding crowded settings, practicing social distancing, keeping small gatherings outdoors, and wearing a mask. As of Monday, there were more than 8.1 million cases and 219,765 coronavirus deaths in the United States, according to data from John Hopkins University. Coronavirus numbers in Pennsylvania are now mirroring those seen in late April. New state infection rates have eclipsed 1,000 per day for the last two weeks straight. The Supreme Court will allow Pennsylvania to count ballots received up to three days after the election, rejecting a Republican plea. The justice divides 4-4 Monday, an outcome that upholds a state Supreme Court ruling that allowed election officials to receive and count ballots until November 6th, even if they don't have a clear postmark. Republicans, including President Donald Trump's campaign, have opposed such an extension, arguing that it violates federal law and that sets election, uh, that sets election day as the first Tuesday after the first Monday in November and that such a decision constitutionally belongs to lawmakers, not the courts. The state Democratic Party and its allies sought an extension of Pennsylvania's Election Day deadline to count mailed ballots because Democratic registered voters are requesting mail ballots at a nearly three to one ratio over Republicans. In its September 17th ruling, the the divided Supreme Court, uh, state Supreme Court said ballots must be postmarked by the time polls close and he uh, received by county election boards by 5 p.m. on November 6th, three days after the November 3rd election. also said the ballots lacking a clear postmark could be counted unless there was evidence that it was mailed after the polls closed. Santa Claus is still coming to town, but this year he will be behind plexiglass protection <laughs> shield when he uh, you visit him at the mall. Uh, the company who runs uh, se- several malls in the area Monday said due to the pandemic, uh, changes have been made to the holiday celebration at its area malls, in- which include the Fashion District, Philadelphia, Cherry Hill Mall, Morristown Mall, Plymouth Meeting Mall, Exton Square, and Willow Grove Park Mall. So it's going to be like uh, Santa Claus meets Midnight Express, right, where you're... Uh... <laughs> talking to a convict behind the thing. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, Santa and his reindeer will be arriving at Cherry Hill, Morristown, and Exton Square on November 6th, Willow Grove Park on November 7th, Plymouth Meeting on November 12th, and the Fashion District on December 4th. The changes are being made in an effort to create touchless experiences and accommodate varying levels of visitor comfort. This year, visitors uh, who want to take a picture with St. Nick will sit on a bench in front of him as he remains behind the plexiglass. Guests are able to interact with Santa through the shield, and when it comes time for pictures, guests and Santa are permitted to remove their masks for a quick snap, the company says. Those who are camera shy can visit Santa for free, but uh, no pictures are needed, but reservations are still required. I'm glad they're doing this, at least at some level. They were not going to do it at all initially, and then they kind of worked out something that seems to make sense, right? Yeah, and keep in mind, a lot of this is for the safety of Santa. Yeah. Santa's going to be seeing those multiple people. And and while Santa's magic... He's not, you know. He can I mean, get COVID. He can get yeah. COVID. He's, he's yeah. immortal, yeah. but he's also, he's no idiot. Well, he's immortal, but is. And the belt. I don't know belt. about his yeah, wife. You're right, Casey. Does he marry mortal women? Yeah. I don't know. That's I don't a good know. point. Yeah. And the belt. Um, so there will also he's be. He's a goner. <laughs> 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 there will also be a virtual experience option. Guests can make a reservation for a five-minute one-on-one Zoom call with Santa. They will will be able to keep the recording of the conversation. So if uh, you don't feel comfortable going to the mall, you can actually uh, have your child call Santa. In addition, every Monday through December 14th uh, is Family Pet Photo Day with Santa. Plus, Monday through Thursday, 10 a.m. to 2 p.m., guests can upgrade their experience and have story time with Santa as well as get a picture. Reservations are required for all Santa uh, visits with Santa. Santa and photo offerings. You've never seen pets so happy as to as when they're forced <laughs> to sit on the lap yeah. of some guy in a mall. Seriously. <laughs> if you want to talk about the potential for someone's throat getting ripped out. Mm-hmm. Uh, Santa's got to go. <laughs> he, we, we, we need to fix that. that, fix that yeah. He's gone. He's, he's all the way to the right. He's Santa's like, got to go. All right, in sports this morning. <laughs> There were two games as part of Monday Night Football in Buffalo. The Kansas City Chiefs improved to 5-1 and one as they beat the Bills 26-17. Patrick Mahomes went 21-26 of 26 with two first-half touchdown passes to Travis Kelsey on, a way to, on the way to the win. In the late game, the Arizona Cardinals beat the Cowboys in Dallas. Cardinals quarterback Kyler Murray improved to 7-0 all-time at the Cowboys Stadium through high school, college, and the NFL wow. after leading the Cardinals to a 38-10 win. Murray Woo! threw for 188 yards and two touchdowns, including an 80-yard touchdown to wide receiver. Christian Kirk. The World Series gets underway tonight, and Arlington, Texas will host the Fall Classic. The LA Dodgers play the Tampa Bay Rays in Game 1 at 8 o'clock, and in soccer, Anthony Fontana scored in the second half to help the Union earn a 2-1 win over nice. New England Revolution last night in Foxborough. The Union extended their unbeaten streak to four games, solidified their second-place standing in the Eastern Conference, and climbed within three points of league-leading Toronto FC. The Union won't uh, one, despite being without captain Alejandro, Alejandro Bedoya because of the yellow card accumulation. Does he go by Tony Fontana by any chance? <laughs> and that's what I have for you this morning. All right. Thank you very much, Kathy. Good morning. Hopefully you were well-rested. I I'd stayed up a little bit uh, Did you? extra late last night uh, just because I was lying in bed and I couldn't stop laughing thinking about the stepbrothers Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> Sylvester Stallone deep fake thing. I watched it. I made the mistake of watching it right before I was going to go to bed yeah, again. Yeah, yeah. And Sly's, you know, delivery is John C. Riley's character with 
he shows him the sword and the signature on it. I just can't stop laughing at that. I've it's seen it so, 70 times, I think. So damn funny. What I like is is um, it just Sly's face really works for that. Oh, so my when God. And when he looks, he looks down at the sword like, whoa. Whoa. Yeah. And then and then he goes, <laughs> why would you have Randy Jackson's signature on and the he says, He tells him about it, and he goes, I would have done the exact same thing. <laughs> and he leaves his mouth kind of halfway uh-huh. hanging open, and and it's just, he looks like an absolute goof. This is right there. You're I, not a doucher. I love it. You're not a doucher. If you have not watched that yet, you know what? You owe it to yourself. Yes. Go ahead. Live a little. Laugh some. It's right there on uh, PrestonandSteve.com. So, anyhow. Um, that's why I'm a little tired because I kept laughing. I kept fading off to sleep and laughing while thinking about it. There should be an entire subsect of the entertainment industry that involves deep fakes with Sylvester Stallone. Oh my God. From, uh, great. Stallone alone. Yes. Oh my <laughs> yeah. God. Oh my God. The alone thing or the uncle buck one. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's fantastic. All right. So anyhow, uh, we have some things planned for you today. It's a Tuesday. That means a Tuesday, and we have a chance for you to win a three hundred fifty dollars gift certificate for Floating World Tattoo and Piercing. So text the word tattoo to three nine three 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 because we will grab a random winner at some point during today's program. Also, normally Free Music Monday. Today's Free Music Tuesday. Ho ho. And the reason being is because the new, it, it's Tom Petty's birthday, and we have a chance for you to win this new Wildflowers and All the Rest Deluxe Edition. It's 54 tracks, eight unreleased songs. This is a big it's deal. a ton of stuff. Yeah. That this has come out. So it's also available in a two-CD set and Super Deluxe uh, Edition 5-CD and Limited Edition set from Warner Records. So we will give that away at some point today. So if you're a Petty fan, of which, by the way... Mr. Petty advanced in Rocktober Madness yesterday against Foo Fighters. Uh, we weren't. We never. I don't know how these things are going to go. I no. have no idea how these things are going to go. Love them both. I thought ACDC was going to be Led Zeppelin. Led Zeppelin won yesterday. Mm-hmm. Uh, Errol Smith took out Lincoln Park, and the only other matchup was Stevie Ray Vaughan and Shinedown. And sure enough, the fans of Shinedown are huge in Philadelphia. There's big, big numbers here, and they voted him through. Zach Myers uh, added it to his uh, Instagram last night. He was very excited to see. He was like, but he was a little shocked that Shinedown beat Stevie Ray Vaughan. He was like, I understand, but... <laughs> wow. So it's cool that he's being He's attention. humble. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, Preston, I mean, we're poised to potentially... Mm-hmm. Have the winning band as our selector, mm. as our selection. So it's possible because yeah. we've got Zeppelin and Queen in our section. No, Those are two, strong. two big ones. So uh, matchups today include in the Pierre Pancake uh, bracket, Offspring against the Kinks. Huh. In the Jackson Sarah bracket, it is Pink Floyd against Metallica. That's that a strong one, one. Will be interesting. And then in the Preston Steve bracket, it is Queen versus Genesis. Uh, Genesis took out yes, so we will see where this goes. I, I wonder how that plays out. And then in the Jackie and Brent bracket, it will be Iron Maiden against uh, the Beatles. Wow! So it's Iron getting, Maiden versus the Beatles. Yeah, it's getting very, very interesting. I'd pay to see that movie. Yeah, totally. <laughs> all right, so we'll see how that all plays out to get started at eleven thirty today. Uh, also, guest wise, Dan Soder's on the show today. Yay! He's at Helium Comedy Club uh, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, so he's going to be in our area. And Dan's Always great to talk to you, so we'll get him on uh, probably around 9 o'clock this morning. Let's take a break, come back in a second, and the entertainment report with the stupid question is what we have just ahead, so stay put. We'll be right back. Not only can you- 
you hear Preston and Steve, you can see them too. Check out the Weekly Rush on Xfinity On Demand. New episodes, you guessed it, weekly. It's always been Acme's goal to make sure that football fans have everything they need to cheer on the Eagles. And today, that goal is no different. No matter what game days look like this year, they'll be there to help you kick off, cheer from your favorite seat, and host like a pro with all the snacks, party trays, and game day foods you know and love. Acme, the official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Stupid question time. We're going to give away a $50 Bonefish Grill gift card. I'm going to ask this question. Um, I don't know if I've done this one before or not, but do you know the, the peace symbol? Yes. So the peace sign is with your hand. Yes. The, 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 the V kind of thing. But the peace symbol is that circle with the, the little symbol inside of it. Now, it was inspired by the semaphore letters N and D. What does that stand for? Two one five two six three WMMR. Let's see if you know to that. The peace symbol was inspired by the semaphore letters for N as in Nancy, D as in dog. And what do those letters stand for? Two one five two six three WMMR. Let's see if you know the answer to that. Um, I'm going to go through some birthdays while we're waiting for your answer. Uh, we have a few on the 20th of October. We'll start with Viggo Mortensen. The actor is uh, 62 years old today. If, uh, well, if Lord of the Rings was all he had ever done, that'd yeah. be enough for a career. Um, just sensational in that. And we also love the... Um, Captain Fantastic. Yes. I love that movie. It's a really mm-hmm. good movie. It's really yeah. well done. It's it's different, and uh, he's great in it. And your heart goes out to him. Yeah. Uh, History of Violence. Kathy's I love that movie. movie. Kathy hates it. We love <laughs> it. That movie. I, I love it. that movie. Uh, and and wow. honestly... Yeah, in fact, I really love that movie as much as Kathy hates the movie. Yeah, and uh, Green Book is another one from him. That I oh. need, to, I need to see that. It's um, really good. I heard it's good. I heard it's not quite what the family of uh, the main character oh, said really? their relationship was like. But I hear it's a great movie. Yeah, yeah. He's sixty-two today. Snoop Dogg, the D O double G. We just talking to Bert Kreischer about hanging with Snoop Dogg. <laughs> uh huh. And how smoking weed with him was not a good idea. <laughs> Uh, he is 49 years old, so I would imagine next year will be a big party for Snoop Dogg as he turns the big five. So my favorite Snoop Dogg um, effort is Starsky and Hutch. Yeah. Uh, his, uh, Huggy Bear. Huggy Bear character is excellent. Yeah. Uh, then you have uh, John Krasinski, uh, who is really coming to his own. Obviously, The Office, big breakout role for him, but he's done some amazing stuff. A Quiet Place, Jack Ryan is a series excellent. that I love. Excellent Absolutely series. Fun. When yeah. do we get another season of that? Good uh, question. It's going to be a little bit because uh, not not too long, but what, actually A Quiet Place 2 was ready to roll right, yeah, right at the beginning of the lockdown. Yep. So we can assume that I, I don't even know if they've set an actual release date for that. But that, I mean, as a writer and director, yeah. he's terrific. My mm-hmm. only complaint, I would say, for Jack Ryan 2 right. was that his love interest from Jack Ryan 1 wasn't in the second You wanted scene. her to carry oh, over? Oh, man, I love her. No, man. she was great. I, I don't even know who she is. Her, she's British. Got mm-hmm. some name like British name like Poppy or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> British name like Poppy? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't either. So, uh, But he is his, his uh, love interest in real life. Ain't nothing to sneeze at. Emily Blunt. Yeah. Uh, they're married. She's phenomenal. He is 41 years old today. Keith Hernandez, the baseball player, Hall of Famer. Uh, guest start on Seinfeld. <laughs> <laughs> and is uh, celebrating his 67th Hello, birthday today. Wasn't that part of Didn't they also do a parody of the JFK movie, The Oliver yeah. Stone? Yeah. yeah Back the, uh, and the, to the left. Yeah, the mystery spitter. <laughs> 
Uh, so happy birthday to him. Uh, Dan Fogler, the actor. He's great. Uh, fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. He's also in Kung Fu Panda and the Goldbergs. Yeah. Oh. And a movie we love, Fanboys. Uh, he's in that, and he's also in The Walking Dead. Yeah. Fanboys is an Adam Goldberg movie. Uh, that's right. Yeah. Right. I forgot yeah. about that. Uh, so he is 44 today. And then the last birthday I saw is supermodel Candace Swainpole. Super. I had to look her up, Kathy, and a picture that came up the other day you and I were talking about, uh, Kathy and I and Casey followed this gal called Celeste Barber mm-hmm. yeah. on oh, social she media. Oh, And she's the shower one where she's covering up her boobs. She's oh, yeah, completely yeah, yeah, naked. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She's parodying Candace oh. uh, Swainpole, who is in the real photo, and she's gorgeous as you would imagine. She's yeah. a supermodel. Is she's she the uh, Oscar 32. Pistorius uh, oh, I... love interest? Was she? No, I gotta look. no, no. no. Yeah. She's not dead. I know. The one who... Oh, he didn't kill... Never mind. He, Oscar, he, he, who did he, he shot through a door at he, somebody. Yes. I thought he killed somebody. He did. Yeah. That's when he was on trial for murder. Yeah. And, 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 and now it's been revisited. He had a uh, stiffer sentence imposed on him. Yeah. Well, then ignore everything I just okay. said. Okay. Uh, anyhow, uh, we'll just celebrate the life of Candace Swainpole, <laughs> yeah. who is 32 today. It's not a birthday, and it is a day late, but I'm doing this for Jackie Bam Bam. His parents, Mama and, pa- and Papa Bam Bam, oh. celebrated their 57th anniversary yesterday. That's amazing. So happy wow. belated anniversary to Mr. and Mrs. Bam. May you always blow up on blabbermouth. Absolutely. <laughs> All right. Let's see if we can get an answer to the stupid question. So the peace symbol uh, is inspired by two semaphore letters, N and D. And what do those stand for? And I will go to Brandon for the answer. Brandon, good morning, sir. Morning, guys. How you doing? Good. Brandon, do you know the answer? I believe it is nuclear disarmament. You're spot on, sir. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Nuclear disarmament. Hang on, Brandon. We're going to give you a $50 Bonefish Grill gift card. It is National Seafood Month, and Bonefish Grill is celebrating all month long with seasonal favorites like their grilled swordfish and pumpkin ravioli and fresh apple martini made with house-infused apple cinnamon vodka. Taste the sea with family bundles that uh, fed up to five people starting at $30. Order online at bonefishgrill.com. Delivery from DoorDash and Uber Eats. Or dine in whenever you're ready. I had heard, and and I think this was there were maybe some uh, people who didn't agree with the the peace and love movement, and who had tried to say, and might have been some uh, Christian organizations that it was actually the peace symbol was a broken crucifix. Cross, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I heard that, or upside down, or something like that. But yeah, the, they, uh, they, yeah. They, they, they had snapped off and fallen right. down, which is oh. it's a bit of a stretch. But N and D is what it stands for. That I never knew. So, little knowledge for you this morning. Uh, let's go to the entertainment reports. We'll start with Carol Effin Baskin. She has come out as bisexual. Of course. And women are cheering around the world. Uh, Carol Baskin from the Tiger King and Big Hat Rescue founder announced the news on Monday. Uh, she said, I've always considered myself to be bisexual. I think we have a couple of clips from her. Or we is do. this just one? One clip. All right, this is her talking about it. I have always considered myself to be bisexual. Even though I never had a wife, I could just as easily have a wife as a husband as far as the way I feel about us. I think we are all one and that we are all, I just don't see us as being different genders or different colors or different anything. It's not a matter of what your sexual preferences are. 
She uh, always has a funk band in her house. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a good thing when to have. When she goes on Zoom. It fills yeah, the yeah. sound out a little bit, especially when you've got poor audio quality. You can hear that. I have always considered myself to be bisexual. All right, fellas, strike yeah. it up. Hit it, boys. Uh, like there's an echo in the room. I think maybe if we just did a little bass uh, yeah, in yeah, the background, yeah. uh, some synthesizers. She shared that she started exploring her sexuality in the 80s when she was engaged to a psychologist who was working with patients in the LGBTQ community who had been affected with the by the HIV crisis. Uh, she had said, I always, uh, I was always very male-oriented in the things I did. I never had any mothering instincts or anything. Uh, I never played with dolls, and uh, so I always thought that there was something off there that I couldn't quite put my finger on. Uh, when did she first get interested in murdering? <laughs> that I don't know, but she said, but it was during the 80s that I discovered that through dealing with the LGBT uh, community that I realized that I just had just as equal feelings for women as I did for men. Uh, now, it's interesting because uh, she also called out her Tiger King nemesis, Joe Exotic, <laughs> oh uh, who openly identifies as gay as, quote, an embarrassment to the human community. She said, it's not a matter of what your sexuality <laughs> is. This man is just a deviant in the way that he treats human life and animal life. So still... Uh, the battle continues. There. Uh-huh. And then they're supposedly working on a, a second uh, documentary um, on, on them. Really? Po- yeah. yeah, post-arrest, uh, Joe Exotic okay. in jail, her thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, if it's if it's still being shot, it'll include Dancing with the Stars and all of that. Yeah. Uh, this is sad news. Robert Redford is staying close to his family following the death of his son, James. Uh, a rep for the actor said that uh, he is mourning with his family during this difficult time and asked for privacy. Uh, James passed away on Friday. He had bile duct cancer in his liver at the age of 58. Uh, his wife, Kyle, had confirmed the news last week by sharing a tribute to her husband on Twitter. Uh, Kyle said her husband's liver disease had returned two years ago and that the cancer was discovered last November when he was awaiting a liver transplant. Uh, James, a filmmaker, struggled with health problems since his childhood, so he had always had a bad problem. That's he was, horrible. He was diagnosed with primary uh, sclerosing uh, cholangitis, uh, which is a rare autoimmune disease affecting the liver. He had two liver transplants in 1993. Two wow. in one year? Correct. Uh, and founded the James Redford Institute for Transplant Awareness, a nonprofit created to educate the public about organ and tissue donation. Uh, so he had been sick a long, long time. Uh, together with his father, James co-founded the Redford Center in 2005, a nonprofit focusing on producing films and providing grants to filmmakers who direct films that touch on climate change and the environment. Uh, he was Robert's third child with his ex-wife, Lola Van uh, Wagenen. Uh, they had four children together. And James is survived by his wife, Kyle, and their two children, Dylan and Lena. So sad news there. Uh, Fifteen years after Brokeback Mountain was released... The screenplay is set for a virtual all-transgender cast. So they're doing another one of these virtual readings of sorts. Oh, okay. With uh, with the original cast? No, no. Oh. It's, it's an all-transgender oh, oh, cast. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't miss that part. Uh, the film, starring Heath Ledger and Jake Gyllenhaal, follows two cowboys who fall in love. Uh, the new reading will stream on October 18th as part of New Fest, New York's annual LGBTQ film festival. And Leo Shang will star as Ledger's Ennis. I have no well, idea. Well, Brian Michael Smith will play Hall's Jack. No, I, I don't know the actors. I'll either. tell you what, I that it's a good movie. I've never I, seen it. it oh, it's, you never saw it. Never saw it. It's it's heart wrenching, yeah, and it's, it's and it's and Heath Ledger in particular's performance. You know, because he's the stoic one. You know, there's a scene where he goes to. 
to get the jacket of Jake Gyllenhaal. I won't tell you exactly what happens, but a lot has happened, and he has a, a, a breakdown scene that is just, uh, it's just get you. It's, it's, it's it, really well done. It, it is well done. It's a great movie. You should watch that, and then afterwards, watch Bridesmaids to lift your spirits a little yeah, bit, you because it's a depressing They're basically movie. Yeah, the, know, the same movie, yeah. but just opposite No, tone. what I would do is watch this, and then watch House of Sand and Fog. Oh my God, yeah. no. No, watch, you know what? Yes. Watch well Broke, broke Back brain. Bridesmaids. It's really <laughs> hilarious. Wait, what's uh, House of Sand and Fog? It's the most horribly depressing. depressing. <laughs> oh, it is the worst. Ben Kingsley? Yeah. The, the most depressing movie. Yeah. I think that's why who, the girl that's in it is Jennifer Conley. Jennifer Conley. Yeah. I think that's why I have a hard time watching her in other movies because all I think about is that movie and how depressing it is. He, everyone's spiraling towards suicide in the movie. Is it's he just, a hitman in that? No. Okay. No, he's, if, no. Okay. If you I ever, know what you're talking about. That's a very good movie. That's okay. a different movie. All right. If you ever just want to feel really bad and cry, watch this movie. I, I don't no. like feeling really bad I remember watching it and thinking, what in the hell just happened? I was actually on a double date with my brother and his girlfriend oh at the God. time. And we left and we were like, what the hell did we just watch? Like wow. he was like, we need to go out and do something fun. Yeah, I've seen and listen. I'm, I I certainly um, I'm a fan of movies that are emotional and that can be depressing I, if they're done well. Yeah. This one just leaves you sucked of all life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, he is right. He is one hundred percent correct. You know what? Like for me, I'll watch movies and sometimes. I'll I'll forget the movie if it's been years. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I should yeah. go back and watch that. Like, I remember this movie one because it was so, like, yeah, yeah one and done. Like, yeah. All right, I, let, let, let me ask you, is the purpose of films like this just to see great performances, maybe? And to win Oscars? Yeah, yeah and that's yeah, what I mean, yeah, yeah. As, yeah. as opposed to... I don't know. I mean, because <laughs> what is it giving you other than feeling horrible about yeah. yourself? I, I mean, know. certainly there, there are very um, down and dour movies with you know subject matter that's that and and that are are bleak from beginning to end this one is a particular level of bleakness the pianist with uh uh the Adri- no, yeah no yeah. the uh, adrian brody yeah. like that one at the very end i felt like emotionally drained but i would watch it again because the performances were so amazing okay. or at least his performance but press if you wanted to do a triple feature i yes. would say do <laughs> brokeback mountain house of santa fog and then follow it up with leaving las vegas oh, dear. and then i think you'd be you know good. Though, of yeah. all of them like brokeback mountain has yeah. um i think is the most is is the best made of the movies with the best performances and the best script the least sad yeah, okay. and, the, and there are all moments right. where yeah. you can actually smile yeah <laughs> All right, so should should you do that in reverse order? Go with House of Sand and Fog first. Yes. And then, then it'll get better. Then no. it gets better Leave as we go along. And end with Broke Back If Mountain. you're still alive. Yeah. <laughs> if you haven't driven off a bridge. All right. Well, let's move on to happier things. Yolanda Hadid is, uh, Yolanda. is loving life with her angel granddaughter. She shared Aww. a picture of her daughter, Gigi Hadid, and Zion Malik's baby girl holding her hand. Oh, was she in uh, Bucks County for this? Uh, Yolanda! Probably. Uh, she said, Yolanda said, my heart is expanding with so much That's love. dangerous. So much love and joy from this little baby girl. She is an angel sent to us from above. <laughs> so Yolanda's happy. All right. Uh, let's see. What else we have here? Bette Midler, Sarah Jessica Parker, and Kathy, Kathy and Jimmy are getting the Sanderson sisters back together this month, 27 years after the cult classic Hocus Pocus made its debut. The live event called In Search of the Sanderson Sisters, a Hocus Pocus Halloween takeover, will be on October 30th at 8 p.m. 
Uh, Meryl Streep, Jennifer Hudson, Billy Crystal, Jamie Lee Curtis, Keenan Thompson, John Stamos, Glenn Close, George Lopez, Martin Short, Adam Lambert, Michael Kors, Todrick Hall will all appear. <laughs> uh, the event will benefit the New York Restoration Project. Uh, her organization dedicated to improving New York City's infrastructure and greenery. Has it happened already, or is it uh, October thirtieth? No, yeah, this is one of these movies that um, missed me, but the people that love it love. They, my they family, I, I've lived with my kids their whole lives. Yeah. My wife for the last almost twenty years. I have had no, I had no idea how much they love this movie. It's a passion for yeah. a lot of people. Like it, it's that some people rank this up like with Harry Potter. I mean, they no. absolutely seriously. Yeah, I know, no, I know. They do. But I, I don't I, get it, but that's. I mean, you know, if you love it, you love it. I like it. Uh, for me, I would. I prefer a movie. The movie like Trick or Treat yeah. or some other films. Yeah, but yeah. this is for like kids and stuff. Yeah. And yep. and so like when October first came around, Freeform started their month long. And this was the one that this kicked the, it all off. It's their Christmas story. Uh, yeah. Sarah Jessica Parker looks really good in this movie. She should stick with that ma- that makeup. Uh, let's see. Relationship news. Taraji P. Henson has ended things with her fiance, Kelvin no. Hayden. No! Uh, she just said, uh, I just turned 50. I hadn't said it yet, uh, but it didn't work out. Uh, I tried. I was uh, like therapy. Let's do the therapy thing. But if you're both not on the same page with that, then you feel like you're taking it on yourself. And that's not a fair position for anybody to play in a relationship. Damn. So it sounds like he was pulling for these kids. He was not that interested. So, yep. Looks like it's not going to happen. This will happen. It looks like Harrison Ford and Ed Helms are teaming up as an unlikely duo for a new C-set buddy comedy oh. from STX Films. What? I thought it was, they were going to... I was expecting you to say Indiana Jones. I don't know why, but I was like, yeah, Ed Helms. No, they uh, are doing another Indiana Jones okay. film. They're yes. going to have Harrison Ford have his uh, try uh, some comedy this time around. He's, he's done it a few times. Dubbed with the bizarre title, The Miserable Adventures of Burt Squire Aboard the Horn High Yo. <laughs> Okay. Uh, The movie will star Ford and Helms in the lead roles. It's inspired by a true story, apparently. Uh, The story follows a family man in the midst of a midlife crisis who embarks on what he hopes would be a dream sailing vacation, but ends up shipwrecked in the Atlantic Ocean with a charming but unhinged sea captain. And, of course, Harrison Ford will be playing the, uh, the captain. And it will take on a more comedic role for him, or he, he will take on a more comedic role. He's done it a few times, and he, he can be pretty good. He was the network owner in Anchorman 2, and uh, he did that uh, rom- that rom-com with Anne Heche, Okay, yeah. Uh, and a few other things, Working Girl. Um, Regarding yeah. Henry, that Reg- was a funny Very one. funny yeah. when he gets shot in the head. Yep. Now he's going to be a seahorse guy. Yeah, so. seahorse. Seahorses yep. forever. Forever. <laughs> is, is that his character? Uh, might be. Uh, there's no word yet on when the miserable adventures of Burt Squire aboard the Horn High Yo will begin filming, but uh, or when the movie will be released. But apparently, it is in the works. I hope he's not flying himself to that set. Uh, yes, he's had a checkered past. Yeah, uh, it's not working out as, well as of late with his flying. Uh, this is unfortunate news, uh, but hopefully, he's going to be okay. Jeff Bridges announced yesterday he's been diagnosed with lymphoma. Um, he had tweeted, as the dude would say, the S has come to light. Uh, Bridges, who is 70, did not provide details on his diagnosis, but said that he was beginning treatment and planned to keep his fans updated. He said, although it is a serious disease, I feel fortunate that I have a great team of doctors and the prognosis is good. 
In a follow-up tweet, Bridges implored his Twitter followers to vote in the November 3rd election, saying, we are all in this together. Uh, he, of course, in his career has been nominated for seven Academy Awards, finally won an Oscar in 2010 for his performance in Crazy Heart, which is a brilliant film, and he is outstanding in it. So lymphoma is what he's been diagnosed with. Yes, and it, uh, you, you know, uh, you, you you can beat it, and uh, that's good news. But uh, I just watched him in Tron Legacy, I told you, Preston, and uh, have a new appreciation for that movie. But he's so good. You yeah. know, he's he's one of the uh, the most revered, especially at a pop culture level, of the stuff he's been in. Yep. Yeah, I mean, he's uh, got so much, so much variety. Yeah, Lebowski to Iron Man. Um, yeah. So uh, I'm going to use this opportunity to give a plug. Light the Night uh, for LLS is this Friday night. It's a great uh, organization. Uh, Leukemia and Lymphoma Society of Eastern PA is fantastic. They do a lot of incredible work. Lymphoma is very treatable. Um, so uh, Light the Night this Friday night. The information is up on the community page at PrestonandSteve.com. Excellent. Uh, Army Hammer has filed for joint custody of the two children he shares with his estranged wife, Elizabeth Chambers. Uh, he's asking her to return to the U.S. so that they can set up custody uh, and a schedule for Harper and Ford, who are five and three years old. Uh, she's currently in the Cayman Islands with the kids. Uh, the legal documents obtained by the Beast, his lawyers write, as the coronavirus pandemic worsened in the United States, Elizabeth and Army elected to stay with their children temporarily in the Cayman Islands, where the pandemic appeared to be under greater control. Army returned to Los Angeles this past July with a promise from Elizabeth that she and the children would follow shortly thereafter. But she's not doing it. To date, however, Elizabeth and the children remain in the Cayman Islands, and Army has not seen the children in several months now. Mm. So he has uh, he's filed for joint custody trying to move that along. So that could get ugly. We'll see. It always does. Uh, after pictures of her cavorting with her married co-star, Dominic West, emerged and he and his wife felt moved to confirm their commitment to each other. It seems that Lily James has had a change of heart appearing on the Today Show on Monday. She had canceled out over the weekend because of apparently these pictures of her and married Dominic West together. And more pictures came out, Preston, of them canoodling at an airport. They were cavorting and canoodling? Cavorting and canoodling. You can't do both. You can do one. You can cavort, but you can't canoodle. Maybe if you're doing whippets. But not cavort. (laughs) Mm. Uh, Let's see. Miles Ketley. I'm sure you don't know the name, but he was the CEO of Simon Pegg and Nick Frost's production company, Stolen Pictures. Passed away unexpectedly at the age of 52. Man. Yeah. Peg announced the executive's death via Twitter on Monday, uh, saying we are beyond heartbroken at the sudden and unexpected passing of our friend and colleague, Miles Ketley. Uh, it was a joint statement, and I don't have any word on why he passed. That's terrible. They're, they're a close-knit group, those <clears throat> yes. guys. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And then one last story, and then we'll move on to the clips. Uh, AMC Entertainment will resume operations at a dozen theaters in New York State October 23rd. Uh, New York is, quote, vital to the theatrical exhibition industry. Uh, the world's largest chain said on Monday, AMC will now be operational in 44 of 45 states where it has theaters. Uh, titles across its chain will include Tenet, The War with Grandpa, Honest Thief, and Two Hearts. In theaters now, and the empty man come play. Let him go. Freaky, the Crudes, a new age, happiest <laughs> season uh, coming up as well. The Crudes, the Crudes does not come need on. another movie. Nope. Yeah. Um, yeah, and that in fact, uh, AMC was running commercials. I think it was for uh, the the De Niro film. 
um, oh, grandpa, grandpa yeah, yeah, about it, and and it's people coming out saying it's great to be back in the theater. It's great to come back to the theater to see a movie. So they're trying. Yep. All right, we're ready for clips now. Contestants gamble to see if the next card in a series is higher or lower than the previous one in Card Sharks. It, yes, they're bringing that back. I and know they're bringing everything back. Host Joel McHale discusses adapting to filming without a studio audience. Here we go. We allowed each player to have two or three of their like family members. Uh, they're, they're in their bubble, and sometimes they made up for a whole audience. And it actually allowed me to talk directly to all of them. So, and I am an uh, like a apex extrovert. Card Sharks airs Sundays, 10 p.m. on ABC. They've been doing the uh, they've been doing the game shows just fine with the uh, like Jeopardy and uh, Wheel of Fortune, and they they debuted the one with um, the S- Supermarket Sweep. Uh, they're they're doing them. Yeah, was Burke Convy the original host? I think he was of Card Sharks. I think so. Or yeah. what, he was definitely one of them. Yeah. Remember they used to have daytime and then they'd have primetime versions yeah. before this recent onslaught of primetime versions of these games? Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it was, um, God, man. yeah, you, That's you, what the daytime, the midday hours were filled up game with shows. game shows. Game shows. Back in the day. And that's that's when they were on. Yeah. And There's when you were a- home from school sick, you'd oh, end up yeah. watching yeah. those. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Price is right. Let's make a deal. All that stuff. All yeah. of them. Hollywood Squares. Yeah. Yeah. Um, go ahead, move on. You've oh, already I said you all the. I did, and we you said it all, bro. <laughs> said it all, man. Here's the next clip. <laughs> Ewan McGregor and his friend Charlie Borman travel from Argentina to Los Angeles on electric motorcycles in Long Way Up. In this clip, Ewan discusses prepping for the 13,000-mile journey. Here we go. Once we decided to go electric, we had to learn as much as we could about it, trying to find the right bike with, to give us the, the, the longest range, the fastest charging. And we were lucky to settle on the Harley-Davidson Livewire, which was not yet in production. And then we asked Harley-Davidson if they would build a version of their Livewire for us that was a, a dual sports bike, so that it was... Better for riding off-road as well. Shut the f*** up! He's done travel shows in the past. Yeah. He, he loves it. He's great, man. I wonder what kind of mileage he's getting on this electric Harley. Well, so I've been looking at electric uh, scooters. Um, yeah. I'm in the market to sell my Vespa. and I, So Segway has a couple of scooters. Now, listen, those are smaller. Right. Um, and they only have like a 52-mile range or whatever. But you got to figure... You're, How you're getting... are you going to be taking your scooter more than 50 miles? Exactly. So, you know, yeah, yeah you should be fine. Exactly. You yeah. know, to get out in the open road, head to Sturgis. <laughs> <laughs> hey, guys. Hey, How guys. You guys How's it going, guys? Yeah, I'm, I'm on the radio in Philadelphia. <laughs> What's your name, son? My name's Casey, and I do a radio show in Philadelphia. <laughs> Don't you have one? Oh, no, 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 like a, a sit-down scooter. Like, I have a stand-up scooter. What like kind, of, kind of bike is that? Is that electric? Yeah. More yeah, like a, like a I motor. on Amazon. <laughs> Wait, the one you have is stand-up? Yeah. Yeah, and it's fun, man. Have you ridden to work before? No, no. He rode the old the Vespa. Oh, Vespa. Do you yeah. still have that? I do, so I want to sell that. Everybody wants to buy a beautiful <laughs> Vespa, selling it for like 2500 bucks. Have you, have, S- you really, have you made good efforts to try and sell that? Never. Okay. This just is, this just is right the, now. This is the most yes. I've ever done to sell the it. Debut? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Because I was thinking about what trading you it so in. What little motorized vehicles for? Like, down the shore, man, you Use need Use the a, stand-up scooter. I do. 
I do, but like if I want to go a little bit further, I've actually I've ridden on it. It's a lot of fun, and yeah. you can get like eight miles on a charge, something like that. You said longer, right? Well, so if I didn't weigh as much, I could yeah. probably get like twelve miles on a charge, which mm-hmm. is a decent amount. But I weigh more, so I probably only get like eight miles on that charge or whatever. But you know that gets me to where I need to go. If I need to go to Britain's to get some, uh, you know, uh, apple fritters or whatever, it's, <laughs> <laughs> I, I can do that. All right, <laughs> I gotta add my weight, fifteen pounds of apple fritters. <laughs> I can't wait to get you. I can't make fritters. it home. Yeah, I can't wait to get you. Uh, apple I want an apple yet. fritter. So, so an electric scooter instead of the Vespa. Yeah. Why? Why you want to go electric? Any particular reason? Yeah, it's just, just you know easier? what's tickling my fancy this week. I really wanted to get a Honda Ruckus. You can't get. You cannot <laughs> find Honda Ruckus or Honda Met, uh, Honda Metropolitans anywhere. Well, you right. know, people have been buying them up. Like yeah, crazy. it's yeah. crazy. I don't even know what a Honda Ruckus is. It's like kind of like an industrial looking scooter. It's like tough. Right, but it's only like forty nine cc. You like my hog? Yeah, uh-huh. it's like all like pipes and and stuff. It's it's kind of a cool looking scooter. You just can't find them anywhere. Sure, if you can pull up a, a picture for Preston to take a look at it. But like DHY Motorsports, right? They're a big friend of the of the, the show of the show yeah. the station. They always hook us up at like uh, Christmas Miracle Time. You can't find a scooter in the, at their store. Uh-huh. You just can't. They just don't exist anywhere. I see Unless you want to buy it um, pre owned. Then that's, that's cool looking. Yeah, it's real tough looking. Real tough man. looking, right? Uh-huh. Oh my yeah, god! Sure, <laughs> so tough. Not tough at all. I don't know <laughs> if I'm tough enough to wear to ride a ruckus. Though. Ride a ruckus. Yeah. Well, what, what you driving there, son? <laughs> it's a ruckus. And look, there's a, a pouch on the back for my candy <laughs> and apple fritters. Fritters. <laughs> I got nine pounds of apple fritters in here, and I can still go 15 miles. Do fritters travel well? Oh yeah. Do they? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. It's my oh, regular yeah. Sunday morning frit- thing, baby. What's a fritter? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I would think you'd have to get them at the place, and then you can't take. What? Them home. What is it? Is it like a donut? No. Kind you never had a fritter? It's kind. like a donut. Uh, yeah. It's, it's, it's a pastry. It's yeah. like a glazed donut, fried. Fri- yeah. Fried. Deep, deep fried right? with apple pie yeah. type yeah. filling. Right. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. the original McDonald's apple pies were oh, kind of yeah. like fritters. Yeah. Listen, as far as I know, you can't. Like, you can't get a fritter at Britain's and eat it there. You have to take it home, right? All right. There used to be this Amish market. It's not there anymore. They had blueberry <laughs> fritters. Okay. Which was like, if you thought apple fritters were great, uh-huh. blueberries are like right, 10, 10 pounds of apple fritters and 10 pounds of blueberry fritters. <laughs> so Britain's is I listening. I think I can make it home. No, I'm going to have to walk a half mile. I'm going to have to juice. walk this thing two miles. Uh, <laughs> um, hang on. Nick has uh, uh, wants to chat with Casey. Hi, Nick. Good morning. Hey, good morning. How are you guys this morning? Good, bud. What's are, you're interested in Casey's Vespa? Yeah, why not? <laughs> yeah, why not? Okay. That's not a bad deal. 20... I mean, it's coming from him. It yeah. is coming from me. It's and... been vetted too. You know where he, you know you, you you know you can rely on him. He's he's a higher profile person. He's not going to run. You know where you know he's on the air every morning. <laughs> you know where to find me. Yeah. <laughs> where do you live, Nick? <laughs> oh, this is sounding better. <laughs> <laughs> Should we have Nick email you, Casey, uh, or not? Yeah, get his, yeah, get his information, his phone number, email address. All right, Nick, Nick, where do you live, by the way? I live in Marlton, New Jersey. There you okay, go. Yeah, that's right. another state. It hey, is another state. Hang on a second, Nick. Unless you want to laugh one more time for us. Oh my! 
Steve, he sounds like one of those one of those laugh boxes. Yes. <laughs> wow. You want to know why I'm always smiling? <laughs> All right. Thank you, Nick. Hang on. Thank you. All right. <laughs> It's the scars, is yeah, it? Yeah. <laughs> I want to be able to ride my scooter and go get apple fritters. But my wife said you can't eat apple fritters all day. And I was tired of seeing her sad. So I cut a smile on my face. Wow. <laughs> you never know where things are going to go on this show. No. You just never know. No. All right. We were talking about Ewan McGregor. That's how we got started yeah. on this. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. It was uh, electric no. Harley Davidson. The Joker's buying apple fritters. All right. Now now we got to take a break. Uh, Dan. <laughs> Dan Soder's going to be joining us this morning around 9 o'clock. All right. Enough. We're going to take a break. I'll buy your scooter. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to come back in a moment. Make sure you stay with us. MMR's Rocktober Madness. All the drama of sports without the sports. We started with 64 bands, and now it's down to the excellent eight. Who will win and advance? That's up to you. Listen for the matchups with Pierre and Jackson. Then vote at WMMR.com or on our app. And Friday at 2.30, listen for the final matchup. You'll choose who takes home the crown. Then, starting at 7, listen as your champion kicks off a two-hour victory lap music marathon with Jackie Bam Bam. October Madness, presented by Horizon Services. Heating, plumbing, cooling, and indoor air quality. And 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. Hey, you guys, mind if I do a couple quick shout-outs here real quick? Not a problem. Uh, this one, and I'm hitting it on the date. It says, uh, Dear President, my name is Ed Martin. I'm a longtime listener. I'd like to send a shout-out to my wife, Julianne, to celebrate our 19th wedding anniversary. Uh, she is my rock. And is always there for me and the kids. She works very hard as a nurse at Abington Jefferson Hospital and worked through the COVID-19 pandemic. I recently had hip replacement surgery, and she has been right by my side the whole time, ensuring that I have a full recovery. She's my regular Saturday night thing, <laughs> and, I, and I cannot imagine my life without her. Uh, please send a shout-out to Julianne and happy anniversary, October 20th, 2020. So here you go. That is a shout-out to you. And then... I had another interesting one since she was a nurse. Uh, this was from uh, Ray Nealon, who emailed in said, Hey, I wanted to request a shout-out uh, for my wife, Leah, and her friend, Jenna. Both nurses at Cooper Hospital, and Jenna is getting married on Friday the 23rd. Yesterday, they had Jenna's bachelorette party with a small group of friends, and my wife baked a big chocolate cake. Wait, I already said this one the other day. What? Did you? Yeah, Oh, I the penis one? Yeah, yeah, and I'm a little concerned how realistic it is. So, yeah, 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 that one. all right, so we did that. One. I'll give you another one. Just oh, wait, there was another. I thought there was another nurse. Was there a vagina cake that you mentioned? No, a nurse <laughs> one, and it was uh, a guy who found out that all these nurses listen to the show. Oh, I like that. Yeah, and is his name Fokker? No. no. <clears throat> um, all right, I'll go through my stuff and, right. and eventually find it. But uh, but anyhow, there you go. Just wanted to get that uh, that one anniversary one out of the way for sure. Uh, so, and I thought my wife catching me spanking it was bad. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the New Yorker suspended writer Jeffrey Tubin. You may have seen this story. Well, an investigation is carried out after he reportedly exposed himself during a Zoom work call oh with staffers 
of the magazine and WNYC Radio. <gasps> Uh, and apparently he, the word is he may have been caught. He didn't just exposing himself. No. He was, he was spanking. He was spanking uh, it. During That's, the meeting? Yeah. So there was, there was, a, from what I understand, Preston, there was a little bit of a pause in the meeting and he didn't realize he was mm. still on. All right. I, I got, got some time. time. I got time. <laughs> and what they were doing Honestly. is they were sort of prepping for the debate and the election. And sometimes that's uh, the way it is, right, Casey? I see a look on your face. I, I got, got time. I got time. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> but not like that. I mean, he was, the funny thing is he's talking to the higher ups. I mean, he's talking to the higher echelon of the magazine. Yeah. They're prepping God. for the election. But listen, I understand leave the, the room. Wait, yes, so pic- leave the room. Are there pictures? Did, did there like, might that picture be. get out? I'm sure know. someone Not might have screen captured it. Uh, yeah, wait a right minute. Leave, leave the room. Maybe he needed his computer for a little oh, uh, no. visual aid. But the the computer was up and the Zoom was up, right? So Yeah, no, but maybe he, he had thought, apparently the word was he thought he had paused the Zoom, essentially oh, shutting uh, off the camera. He had not. Yeah. He had not, and he may have opened another window to Go search. Uh, that's just what I'm guessing. I'm just thinking. And you know what, though? I mean, he even... went to go search some porn, and they would have had the perfect view. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I mean, uh, dude. I know. mean, in front of that's basically you know us in front of the Beasley family. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, doing helicopters. New. I mean, it's it's <laughs> it's it's the. There's no worse. There's no worse scenario. Well, but, it's like that lady, that lady who was local, who was on the school board meeting, and and listen, hers is not bad at all. She was just changing, and yeah. I was mortified for her because of that. I mean, yeah. all she did was take her shirt off. She had a bra on, like but, it wasn't even. But this is out of control. But imagine that you're <laughs> in this Zoom meeting and you start to see this happen. Yeah. And, and there's, wait, wait, what is he? Oh, no. What's it? Oh, no, oh, don't no. do that. No, don't no, do, no, no. You, you know what you're thinking immediately, Preston? Jeffrey, Jeffrey. Don't anybody say anything. No one say anything. Are you no, sure? Because no. I'm sure I'd be yelling. I was totally, like, dude, yeah. dude, don't do that. And I'd be going, <laughs> No, there are things that you can shush. Like, yeah. let it happen. Let's watch yeah. this. Yeah. I, no, not Dude, that. don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. You're potentially saying goodbye, unless I didn't like this guy. Right. So you're potentially right, 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 saying right. goodbye to your career at this point. So I think um, I would be yelling to <laughs> oh, said person. <laughs> wow. Jeffrey? <laughs> Jeffrey. <laughs> Jeffrey! <laughs> Oh my there was a conference God. call we were on that I didn't mute, and I remember it was when Jace was little and he was in the bath, and I, I, I think I was talking to him the whole time and like telling him to hurry up and like we had, you know, and I didn't put it on mute, and like I, somebody told me afterwards like you weren't on mute the whole time, like I was embarrassed about that. I, I just can't imagine how no. he could ever come back to work. Also. Yeah. I've never had anything like this happen before, obviously, other than, you know, my wife busted me one time. But um, I... At least it was just your wife. Right, exactly. But uh, I was... At one time I was on... uh, It was a WDRE, and I used to have this regular caller on the request line, and he was a a strange guy. Right. He sounded really weird, and he had some crazy things to say, but he was a regular caller. And that's what happens when you're a DJ. You get regular callers from time to time. They want to chat with you. And so I had a way to... Be able to still hear him, but turn off my microphone so he wouldn't hear me. Right. And I would do that from time to time, just let him babble while I'm going about my business. And one time he said, I forgot what he said, and I just go, dude, you're an effing psycho. <laughs> and he goes, what? I thought the mic was off. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. Man. And I go, you know, dude, you're a psycho like the rest of us. <laughs> 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 
Yeah. I'm psycho too. <laughs> um, oh my god. So that's the that's the only time I've had where I'm going to kill you. Where I was like, I didn't know that was on. You know what I mean? That oh type my of thing. god. Um, but the embarrassment's okay. Oh, that's audio. In Kathy's case, it's just a bra. In this case, he is spanking it in front of the higher ups at mm-hmm. his his employers. Yeah. I mean, God Almighty! And what they've just suspended him, and they're looking into it. Mm-hmm. He happens to be a higher profile uh, person at the company. Who among our staff would be the funniest to catch doing something? Oh, Bill <laughs> oh my God. I think so. Uh, uh, it's got to be Bill. It's going to be my regular Saturday night thing. It's got to be Bill, right? Yeah. Annabelle. Annabelle. You've been a naughty doll. You've been a naughty doll. God. I am going to arrive. <laughs> I'm almost there. I don't want to think about this. I, at all. At all. The train is pulling into the Buffalo station. <laughs> <laughs> Side note, oh, it, after the show on Friday, Steve, you were in the office, but Bill came in, and I don't know if he'd had like seven cups of coffee on Friday, but yeah. he, he was talking to me and Casey and Preston. He was so fired up. He was fired up. He was something. like, he was in a really good... <laughs> it was just, it was just yeah. a notch below yeah. that. He was, he was like, yeah, all right. It, it was, was like, all nice, you know, yeah. clapping and moving yeah. around <laughs> and stuff. And... I think I have to go jerk it. Uh, he was talking about uh, Friday night. Football games, and it was just like one thing after another. After that, mm-hmm. I was like, "Man, you got some energy today, Bill." Bill's usually very energetic, yeah. so when you catch this him at is, that level, that's that's a there's a step above ten you, times more. Are there any repercussions for this? Like what Jeffrey Tubin did is frowned upon, but like <laughs> he's in his home. Yeah, well, that's, you know, that's, he's I'm, in his home. I'm curious so about. He's at and, work. But but you wouldn't you clearly wouldn't do that on purpose, right? If you have a career and you're talking to the people that pay your salary. Yet, Casey, he is at home, but he is at work. You're at work. And therefore, it's a very irresponsible thing well, to do. They're investigating this. So they, <clears throat> I think they have to investigate that it was, I guess it wasn't done on purpose. Or, yeah. You know, and then uh, they released a statement saying that uh, he is at home for now because of personal issues. So yes. if he was, if it was, <laughs> I could see it if, you know, so let's say he was on a Zoom call with a with a female employee and did this. I think you could say, okay, well, let's we really right, need right. to look into this. If he had basically a panel of people and they were going through the preparations for the election, and there's multiple people, I can't see him finally going. I'm going to go for it. <laughs> right, right. I, I couldn't come back. I would. Now, I, I would have to change my if, career. If I'm ever going to pleasure myself in front of my coworkers, it's got to be now. <laughs> um, and and now my mind is wondering about the question I posed about who it would be funny to see doing it here at oh work. Besides God. Bill, I'd have to say Jackie Bam Bam would be a big one, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely big. It's a big one. Yeah. yeah. Oh my oh, God. Yeah, Look, that's right. You know, I just yeah. blew up yeah. on Blabbermouth. It'd be no big deal. We've all seen it before. Yeah. yeah. I mean, pretty much. All you have to do is just look at his pants, mm-hmm. and or, you can or see the outline of yoga pants. No problem. Problem. Yeah. The man does not wear underwear, <laughs> and sometimes the pants that he wears has holes in them. That's all I have what to say about that. What about uh, Calper? <clears throat> oh my God! Sick. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna explode. Sick. I want to go home. That was sick. Oh. Oh. I'm totally spent. I'm sorry, I brought that up. Casey doesn't even want to be a part of this conversation. <laughs> He's afraid of getting in trouble. No. No, I just don't even know if he would do that. He wouldn't. <laughs> no, I mean in general. I don't even... He, he's, he, well, maybe... I don't know. I don't know, man. He, he's as buttoned down and locked. He's, 
He's completely professional. Mm-hmm. I can't see him. I I, I think that for Don't me. Don't you think he looks in the mirror? He's like, oh, I look good. Yeah. <laughs> I would I would do I me. would do me. I would yeah, I do I put me. in the right amount of product this morning. <laughs> <laughs> and that Barbasol smell is so fresh. Getting turned on. <laughs> Let me just put the mute button on for a second. <laughs> Who's your daddy? Who's your daddy? Who's your daddy? Oh my god! Wow! All right, let me let me go to let me go to a couple of calls here. I'm going to go to Steve. Hi, Steve. You're on the air. Good morning. Good morning. I love you, bitches. Thank you, bitch. What's going on, buddy? So I used to work for the government down in D.C. Uh, about ten years ago, and uh, we're sitting in a video teleconference, and all of a sudden, my boss just yells, "These guys are the most unprofessional bunch of f's I've ever dealt with." Wow. Wow. So he he was just he was declaring this about his employees and about the guys on the other end of the camera that were in another agency. And they oh. weren't on mute? Oh no, he wasn't on mute. Uh-huh. So did anybody address that right away or did it just get quiet and you moved on? Well it got real, real quiet. <laughs> we moved on and then I'm assuming they handled it offline. The problem, good thing, was my bosses who really, really high ranking civilians, so I don't think he got in very much trouble. Yeah. Okay. Now, I, I think, and so in that case, that raises the question, uh, protocol-wise, you don't address it right then and there, I assume. I assume you wait until after you're off the call, right? Unless, say, yeah, an employee is spanking it in front of you. <laughs> right. By the way, people are texting in. Uh, this one in particular says, uh, you guys, your HR department just quit. <laughs> <laughs> Who is our HR department? I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, who was our HR? Too busy Yeah, um, yeah. With the with the Zoom calls and and these these types of meetings, obviously being the norm right now. There, you know, we we've been at the onset. We were we were getting stories of people bombing those uh, those meetings, and, and that's happened. Yeah, and that's uh, definitely happened, and that's usually somebody younger, you know, playing a prank. Uh, I did see one yesterday. I might have it coming up in the bizarre file where a woman was on a call, and it was a teacher, and a grandmother got on and she was slurring her words. She was having a stroke. stroke yes, yeah. that's wow. happened as well. No, yeah. No. Um, so, but they managed to um, call nine one one and save her life. Do you think it's too late for Tubin to claim that? For what? Yeah, that he, he was, was having a stroke. Was a stroke. <laughs> this is what he, I was. My, stro- multiple my arm, strokes. My hand has yeah. a mind of its own. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm having a stroke. Oh my god. Lots strokes. of strokes. Stroke. Strokes. Stroke. One, two, three. Yeah. Um, it's just wild because he he says. Um, I made an embarrassingly stupid mistake believing I was off camera. Yeah. Um, he's a Harvard yeah. Law School grad, and he says, I believed I was not visible on Zoom. I thought no one on the Zoom call could see me. Mm-hmm. I thought I had muted the Zoom video. So, you know, in broadcasting, obviously, one of the things you learn any class you take, whether it's radio or television yeah. or anything, you're learned, you know, you're taught to just believe Every microphone, every camera is live, and you'll never go wrong if you believe that. It's almost like a firearm, Preston. You always, you know, you always believe it's loaded. Um, <clears throat> but if you don't know that, and a lot of people are using this stuff, it can be well. It's it's so it omnipresent, real too. nightmare. Like, the, yeah. the cameras and the microphones are on more now than ever, and so I, you get so used to them being on all the time that I think that you you slip into this notion that you're not being recorded all the time. Mm-hmm. It's it's a dangerous thing to fall into, but. I think you're so used to being recorded, to have the computers on, to have the phones on, yeah. that occasionally you're like, 
oh wait a minute, other people can see this. I know, and I started thinking about last night because I was having I was having a conversation with uh, Alexa in my room. I have one of those dots, Echo yeah. dots, and it had a, a notification. And I'm trying to find out what it is, and I'm just sitting there talking to this device, going, "Can you please remove these notifications for me?" And yeah. blah blah blah. And I got done, and I'm like. Yeah, that thing here is pretty much everything I say. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> all you the know, time. All the time, yeah. But I'm not paranoid to a level of where they're recording me and all Black this. But... You were in that helicopter. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let me go to Rose. Hi, Rose. Good morning. Hey, bitches. Hey, what? What's up, Rose? Oh, nothing. So all right. I'm in college. <laughs> I'm in college. I was on Zoom with my professor, and I was getting really frustrated because she's, like, older. And uh, she, I posted in the chat to try to ask her a question, and it took her like five minutes to get to it, and I was getting really frustrated. And I called her a stupid bitch. <laughs> out loud? Oh, man. Uh, you said that out loud? I said it out loud. <laughs> and the reaction was? So, well, actually, two seconds later, my friend texted me. Who's in the hey, watch who <laughs> yeah. you watch like. You can't oh, no. say that on the radio either, Rose. <laughs> yeah. It's all right. All right. So she says you're not muted, and you realize it. And did the teacher react? Say anything? It even text you? Didn't even notice. Didn't even notice? No idea. You dodged a bullet, Rose. What a stupid bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe she was a stupid guy. All right. Thanks, Rose. But the moment you do something like that, and the moment, and because I have had. Uh, I've had mistakes where I've where I've had a flub and accidentally said a, a curse on air. Yeah, and the moment you do something like that, or at least with me, there is a rush of blood oh or God. or a drainage of blood, whatever it is, from your head. Like when you realize, uh oh, we used to. That is scary. Well, do you remember the mo? Do you remember the one that that? Because in our minds, we used to joke about it. We used to joke about things we could say on the microphone that would immediately, we would see the windows bricked up immediately <laughs> and, and, and a for sale sign outside sure. the radio station. As a joke, like, how would you destroy this station with one <laughs> one thing you'd say on, on air? Do you remember... <laughs> Do you remember the, uh, the 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 worst moment when you felt a, a curse get away from you and and that oh, that, that that blood rush? Um, I because uh... we've had some on air here, but we we're, people always ask with when they hear us talking, you know, uh, when they've been in the studio, we'll One talk morning, and we curse like crazy on the air here. I think I dropped the f bomb very very quickly and or or it was close to it, and that one kind of drained. Uh, one time, and this is early, and it's nothing. Uh, listen, yeah. this this curse was nothing compared to what we say on the air now. But I was a fledgling broadcaster. I was new, and I was promoting the fact that uh, Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch oh. was coming to Columbia, Missouri. <laughs> oh boy. And I'm making the announcement, and I said, Marky Mark and the Funky Bitch. Oh, <laughs> oh I thought it was going to be something else. Yeah. No, no, no. So that's, that's mild. But at the time, you thought it was- 1991, <laughs> yeah. and here I am, you know, brand new in the business, like as soon as it left my mouth. I ha- I think I have a recording of it somewhere. I go, Marky Mark and the Funky Bitch, or uh, the Funky Bunch. <laughs> And it scared me. I thought I was going to get fired immediately. Yeah. So the funky bunch is going to be, yeah. be going to on Saturday. When uh, I worked for Pierre, the uh, one of the morning shows prior to uh, the President and Steve show being on MMR was the Barsky show. And Pierre was so frustrated with some of the things that they had been doing. And we were doing a live broadcast. <laughs> and down the line, he just goes, oh, that effing morning show. But he said that yeah, yeah. whole word. And and so he, <laughs> like, he, he said it like... That effing morning show, directly into the microphone, as loudly and as clearly as possible. 
And they picked up on it and ran with it. And they thought that it was funny. But Pierre was so mortified because he was angry. He was frustrated yeah, yeah, yeah. that they were doing. And It uh, wasn't on air. Was it just down the line? Uh, or was it on air? It was not. Uh, no, it was on air. And then they got the recording of it. And then uh, they played it over and over Over again. and over. Uh-huh. Oh, God. Who would ever do that? <laughs> no, no, never. Um, were, they, were they a little? They were initially pissed. And then they, they ran with it as a joke. Okay. Pierre. Right, uh, I will go to Lauren. Hi, Lauren. Good morning. Hey, good morning, guys. How are you? Good. What's up, Lauren? Um, so I work for a pretty large um, company, and we use what we call WebEx. It's similar to Zoom. Yeah. And yeah. we had a last-minute call with over 200 people, our two top bo- bosses, the VP, and they were basically letting everyone know that we were getting iPads to help us work from home. And this one guy who was not on mute, he said, you got to be effing kidding me so loud in front of 200 people and our VP. Oh, we wow. We all shocked, shocked. It was crazy. And so, the VP did not look happy at all. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. But it, I think a lot of it comes from the fact, um, Lauren, is that you're so you're at home doing your thing. And even though you're it's a it's a meeting, you're in your home, you're you're a little bit more relaxed and so you're inclined, and you think, oh, I'm watching a show. It's like when you watch a movie and, like, don't effing go in there. Uh, and that's that's how you do it. But, yep. man, so on a call that big, and I hate, by the way, when people use their own proprietary, there's there's a couple of, like, Zoom is kind of the standard now. And then you mm-hmm. use these other ones with, the like, WebEx, which I guess is pretty big as well. But anyway, when they're all up there, could you see all 200? You couldn't see all 200 faces, right? No, the, the grid shows you, like, it shows you a decent amount. I think it was, like, 20 people. All right. The main people making noise at the time that show up. On that there. pop-up. That's what I was thinking. Okay. Yep. All right. Thanks, Lauren. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, thank you. Yep. Um, yeah, so. You, you ever got... spank it at work? What's that? You ever spank it at work? Oh, uh, oh God. Please probably. Say no. Please yeah. Say no. Please yeah. Say no. Please say no. No. No, no not here. No. Not okay. here. No. I've, I've been in the business well, for 30 some odd t- years, so it's some sometime or never. I've never done that here. No. Let's admit it, Preston. We did it on Kathy's desk. <laughs> <laughs> we said, you know what? It's so lovely with these little tchotchkes that she's placed out there. Oh, we have to gold. sully that. Oh, that yeah. rose gold is gorgeous. Well, we, we talked about <clears throat> this before because there was that guy who we thought was doing that in the bathroom. He right. was doing it. I, I, there's just no one pisses besides Nick. No one, and Nick goes to the latrine. No one pisses that long in a stall. Well, and you guys kind of like heard you could a hear, bit, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh man, mm, I don't know. I never, I never. I mean, like in the overnights when you're working overnights. Did you ever? Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure I did. How about you, Case? I don't think so. <laughs> so yes, of yeah. course I did. Pretty sure I haven't. Yeah. Here? Here? <laughs> Ew. No, not here. No, Bill. No, in not this there. studio. <laughs> yeah, Bill's office. <laughs> right here? No, never. There's windows all over the place, Kathy. That's sick. <laughs> At the old Y100 where we have private bathrooms. Mm. Oh, there, you there could. You, go. you could do oh, that, yeah. no problem. Sometimes it just, you know, you're on a particularly interesting conference call and you've just got to go take care yeah, of it. Yeah, exactly. All right. Well, uh, he has been, Jeffrey Tubin has been suspended for the time being while they are investigating. Uh, and they can't ever unsee that. <laughs> and that, <laughs> the people that were in that meeting. That will, that's going to carry with him. Sure. Forever. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. it's the Zoom call spanker. Yep, yep. It's like the cheese guy. All right. Thank you for sharing. Uh, we need to take a break. We're going to come back in a moment and get into the beef. We're also going to have Dan Soder on the show yeah. today, so make sure you stay close because we will have a good time. Oh, and 
uh, a different kind of fun you could have, not a Zoom call, Arnold's Family Fun yeah. Center. Hey. I have a $50 gift certificate for caller number 20 at 215-263-WMMR, and they're in Oaks, PA. There's over 200,000 square feet of excitement, large set in the region, go-karts, laser tag, mini golf, bowling, and more. Uh, it's a big freaking deal this week, by the way. A $50 gift certificate for just 25 bucks. Get it while supplies last. WMMR.com. The keyword is deal. Caller number 20. You got it. We'll be right back. WMMR.com. A great way to stay up to date on the latest rock news and station happenings. Listen live via your laptop, the free mobile app, or just tell your smart speaker to play MMR. From Preston and Steve's Daily Rush to Pierre's Weekend Calendar and the latest on Jackson's local shots. It's everything that rocks your computer. Hey, before the bizarre file, I just want to read this uh, email. This is nice. Uh, this is from Tom uh, Biscaglio. Who said, uh, long time no see, guys. Really miss the area. I ended up relocating back home to Oregon and started my plumbing business. And I couldn't shake the time I spent in Philly so much that I'm opening a restaurant slash sports bar dedicated to Philadelphia. That's great. This place will be mostly centered around Eagles, Flyers, Phils, and Sixers. Penn State, Villanova, and St. Joe's will get a little love on the walls as well. Not going to lie. I'm here to beg for free stuff. If you guys got anything Philadelphia that you want to give up or have uh, some connections that would uh, like to donate to the cause, whether it's sports memorabilia, MMR swag, or pics of Center City or whatever. So he's looking to decorate uh, his bar and restaurant. What kind of shape is Pope Bot in? Yeah, right? <laughs> Send that over. Pope Bot is disintegrated. It's destroyed. I don't know where Pope Bot is. So good luck with that, Tom. We'll see about uh, sending out some stickers or something to you. Um, all right, let's do uh, the B file. Here we go. Now, Bizarre. WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre. Bizarre File. You want stories? I got stories. We'll start with this one. Sheriff's deputies say a man accidentally de- accidentally destroyed a trailer home in a fire while he was trying to scare away a family of raccoons. According to a Facebook post by the sheriff's office, a 38-year-old man was allegedly using drugs in the trailer when he became frustrated with a family of raccoons living under his house. Deputies say the man accidentally knocked over a candle during the commotion, which started a fire. Firefighters arrived on the scene to find the trailer home mostly engulfed in flames. No one else was home at the time, and no one was hurt. Well, were the raccoons gone? Uh, that's a good question. Deputies say that they have contacted the owners of the property about the incident. The investigation will be sent to the prosecutor's office for review. And deputies advise residents to be careful with candles. No word on the raccoons. Lost my whole home, man. That's over $200. Mm-hmm. <laughs> deputies took a naked ranch-dressing-covered teen into custody... <laughs> After they said he damaged a North Topeka business and crashed a car. The Ranch sher- dressing covered. The sheriff's office responded to a disturbance call around 3.30 a.m. Saturday at uh, Petro Deli. When deputies got there, they found a naked 17-year-old man who they say was under the influence of a substance. He was screaming, I did not invent ranch dressing, right? The I didn't invent it, is what he was saying, yes. The teenager had covered himself in ranch dressing... Damaged property inside the business, and then ran outside and drove off. Does does ranch dressing have the same uh, abilities as that cloaking thing in Harry Potter? Maybe it ability? Does. Maybe that's yeah. what he was trying awesome. to do. I actually saw a real stories from the ER where a, a, a mentally disturbed teen 
Uh, he kept asking for pudding. They were holding him because right. they were waiting for a psychiatrist to get there. He kept asking for pudding, and he eventually smeared it all over his body because he thought it was going to make him invisible. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> and it didn't it, work. It didn't Maybe work. there's something no. to that. No. They were out of ranch dressing. What, what kind of pudding? Uh, it was just the regular right. hospital chocolate pudding. I'm still holding out hope. The 17-year-old did not make it far. He crashed into a nearby pillar. Deputies took him into custody and then to a local hospital where he was later released to his parents. No injuries were reported. Last Friday, firefighters arrived at the scene of a DUI crash involving a Maryland State Police cruiser and a building. A Chevy pickup truck, uh, I'm sorry, a Chevy pickup struck the police SUV first and then headed right into the East Coast Investments office building. Jeez. At that point, police apprehended the driver of the pickup, Dayton James Weber, uh, who had just happened to be, this is the interesting part, he just happened to be a quadruple amputee. Could quadruple amputee able to drive the vehicle? That is correct. Wow, how does that happen? Uh, he was charged with driving under the influence of alcohol, driving while impaired by alcohol, negligent driving, reckless driving, and failure to remain at the scene of an accident. That is a good question, Steve. Now, I've seen people without arms. Yes. Or people without legs that, right. that can drive or maybe have one appendage, but I don't know how you do it. With nothing. It depends maybe on the length of, of what you have as far as arms yeah, go. Yes, so that's probably okay. part of it and um, how big your dong is. Okay, yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I've never <laughs> yeah, I considered that, that but yeah. I, you know, listen, I don't know, Kathy. We don't live in this uh, world. Haven't so. we all at one point steered our cars with our penises? <laughs> All right, uh, a report published by the Maine Department of Inland Fisheries and Wildlife details the bizarre and unfortunate fate of a bald eagle that was found floating face down in Highland Lake uh, last July. There were no witnesses to the eagle's demise, but the suspect was uh, the suspect proved to be a deceased loon chick. Found close to the scene of the crime. So they think the loon killed the eagle? Yeah, it's it's a pretty wild story. No, and come watch this ass. Uh, the that's a loon beating the piss out of an eagle. <laughs> <laughs> Don't see that much here up on Golden Pond. Amazingly, uh, this small waterfowl had managed. We've to... got bigger fish to fry. I just wanked it on the Zoom call. <laughs> The apparently the uh, the small waterfowl had give me a second here had managed to pierce the bald eagle's heart with its slender beak. That's a one in a million shot. Uh, That's a Steve Irwin shot, bringing the ferocious predator to a swift end. Even though the the loon itself had already suffered fatal injuries, the grizzly discovery came about after John Cooley, a loon biologist. At the Loon Preservation Committee in New Hampshire, contact. Here comes that jackass. (laughs) Contacted uh, another wildlife biologist about a deceased bald eagle. It had been spotted floating face down by Nat Woodruff, a walker visiting the lake. He had contacted the main game warden, who came and collected the bodies of both the eagle and the loon chick. A local woman in a nearby cabin had reported hearing a hullabaloo the previous night. What's that hullabaloo I'm hearing outside? Which which they believe... Nah, man, it's a loon fighting a bald eagle. Which is... What are you smoking, you crazy bitch? The hullabaloo was believed to be consistent with (laughs) agitated loons. Huh. Uh, so anyhow, they they collected the specimens. They sent them off. The corpse was X-rayed to see if there was any evidence of the bird being shot, but no metal appeared on the image, even though there was a clear puncture wound on its chest. While loons, such as a, the chick found near the deceased eagle, are known to attack other birds using their dagger-like beaks as a spear, 
Uh, they found it perplexing that a juvenile chick could take down such a fierce predator. Bald no. eagles! <laughs> yes. Bald eagles! Uh, sure enough, a ne- necropsy of both birds found the puncture wound. Depth corresponded to the beak of the young chick, revealing that the eagle met its swift end as the tip of the bird's beak pierced its heart. That's just, that's a money shot. And I mean, that that's, that's as rare as you could possibly get, but he did it. Yep. I mean, it's kind of like that stingray killing Steve Irwin. That's what I said. Steve said. Oh, you did? Yeah. You were looking (laughs) for the sound effects. I was looking for the sound effect. I was not paying attention. I just paid attention (laughs) to the show, you crazy bastard. (laughs) (laughs) Made that reference a while ago. Oh, sugar. Steve Irwin said it 10 minutes ago. Yeah. I heard you say it. I did. (laughs) Shut up. Loons are actually a tranquil. It's a very oh, nice it's sound. Amazing. Yeah, yeah. And, and Especially hear, when they're killing the eagles. Hearing that sound in, in the wild is beautiful. All right, we're going to do one more story, and then we will wrap it up. One <laughs> of about 40 cows that escaped from a farm in Victoria, Australia, was found less than a mile away after wandering onto a resident's trampoline. Yes. It was on the trampoline, and it got stuck on there. This is a cow. Kay Lang said she spotted the cow on the trampoline outside her home Wednesday night and discovered the bovine was unable to stand up on the bouncy surface. Lang said a neighbor used a tractor to carefully lift the animal off the trampoline and contacted the cow's owner. Uh, she said, I don't know how long it took him to get uh, to get them off, but we were back in bed by 3.30 a.m. God, that could have been an utter catastrophe. Person. Oh! The animal's owner said about 40 cows had escaped earlier in the evening, and the majority had been rounded up before the trampoline discovery. <laughs> there you go. That's what I have. Poor thing. I had, so do you, was just a quick question on that. When I yeah. saw the story when it originally appeared, was it one of those trampolines where they buried it at ground level? It didn't look like it to me. Yeah. It looked like, and, and I, how in I the always hell wanted to do that. They would... Climb up, up onto on, a, a trampoline. trampoline. Unless I saw the photo and didn't quite see the ground mm. surrounded by it, but it looked like the cow was just like laying on the trampoline. Right, because it's up fairly high. Yeah, so I don't know. Very weird. All right, and that's what I have in the B-File for you. Uh, Dan Soder joining us in less than an hour. We're going to take a break. Don't forget, Tattoo's Day, chance for you an impression Steve-themed tattoo. Uh, from our friends at Floating World Tattoo and Piercing on South Street in Philly. Text the word tattoo to 39333. You might win a $350 gift certificate before the show is up. We'll be back in a moment. Stream WMMR anywhere you have an internet connection. Check out the mobile app or go to WMMR.com. You'll figure it out from there. Steven Singer makes buying an engagement ring so easy. He'll hold your hand to find the perfect ring so you can hold her hand forever. Meet Krista, Steven Singer's most loved engagement ring, and take stress and guesswork out of finding the perfect ring. It's easy. Just go to IHateStevenSinger.com. With more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. So I just saw our friend uh, Rob Wasserman stop in a moment ago. Yeah. What's that all about? So uh, Rob's great. He owns Rouge and he owns Rouge, Rouge, Rouge and he owns <laughs> the uh, Snap Pizza uh, uh, restaurants, which are all around the area. And he came to Claire and my wife and I and offered a deal, which is really wonderful. He had us come into the Bella Kinwood location and we designed a pizza. My wife came up with the idea for Max Fund. And so the ingredients are all Mac, the letters in Mac. Oh. So you have mushrooms, artichokes, custom thin uh, pizza. It's a very thin sliced pizza, almost like a flatbread. Spinach, plus they have the house mozzarella and red sauce. And uh, it actually came out great. It's really a good pizza. So what the deal is, 
If you go in and you're going to get lunch or dinner or whatever, the place is awesome. They have salads and everything. Buy one of the pizzas, and they're donating a dollar for every pizza to Max Fun. It just kind of came great. out of left field. Yeah. Rob's always a great guy. You know, he does the burger brawl and all that stuff. I'd like you guys to try it at some point and see what you think. I think he brought, I see 14 of them out there. Oh, my, no, uh, <laughs> Jesus no, I see 14 boxes. Oh, like the little there. pizzas, right? They're, okay. they're, they're very thin, Kathy, and they're also like you, one, I've, one I've box. I've been there. There's a place, a location in Conshohocken. I've been there a they're number of times. Really and, good. Yeah. And you, really good. You basically can create your own. I mean, that's the whole concept behind Whatever it. You so want. you created this for the, the farms. Yeah, yeah. And so it's uh, Max Pizza, of course, and if you've never been to the uh, the Snap uh, uh, Pizza restaurants, they're awesome. And Rob is always very generous with his, uh, his time. So you're going to eat anyway if you want a pizza, you want this kind of pizza. It's uh, technically a spinach Florentine pizza. Uh, pick one up, and a buck will go to Max Fund. And, of course, Max Fund is always endeavoring to help homeless and community cats in and around Philadelphia with spaying and neutering and medical concerns. And, you know, bizarrely in a year, and hopefully this will this will pan out for the camp out for hunger, in a year with the pandemic and virtual this and virtual that, a lot of people have been coming to Max Fund and offering up things. And we've actually done okay with keeping the, the coffers full to take care of the animals. So yeah. it actually turned out good. And I hope this is a harbinger of things to come with the camp out. Yeah. Yeah. So, Steve, I know that uh, you guys sort of like siphon all your funds to various um, yes. animal centers and stuff like that and it's so, the same way phil abundance provides for many correct uh, max fund is for any charity looking to uh, any animal associated charity so i had uh done something with uh, rafferty subaru and um providence animal center last week they're and awesome so so providence was uh, so rafferty believe it or not there a cat must have had some kittens in and around the uh car lot somewhere yeah yeah and so in order to keep the kittens safe they actually put them inside like the engine of one of the cars that was on the lot and they actually had heard the meowing and they went and they saved all these kittens and brought them to providence animal center and then they had them all um uh adopted out first fostered and then adopted out believe it or not as it starts to get cooler yeah uh animals will especially cats will find their way up into the engine of a car especially a warm engine and sometimes that happens oh wow to say to stay warm yeah Yeah. Mm -hmm. well just when i thought it was all about you at rafferty subaru (laughs) it's about the cats (laughs) it's about about the kitties that's nice Mm. (laughs) so anyway that's let me know what you think if you when you try it all right excellent yeah we will definitely dive into that and the details are wmmr.com if you need to uh, get back up to speed on the info um saw this story very very interesting uh you know the dodgers won couple nights ago, uh, and on on a home run. So it was uh, Cody Bellinger. Is it Bellinger? Bellinger. Bellinger. Yeah. I, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't a walk-off, but, but he hit a home run. It ended up being the game winner, right? game winner, yeah. All right, so he hits the home run, and obviously he's excited about it. Uh, and then at the end, as he's making the rounds and meeting with his team, he celebrated so hard that he dislocated his shoulder. Oh, oh my no. God. Yes. His right shoulder, it it pops from time to time. It happened once in 2018, uh, and that was while he was playing. He was was a defensive play. He was trying to stop a ground ball while playing first base, and in both incidences, he didn't need to go on the injured reserve list or anything along those lines. Uh, It was minimal time, though in 2019, uh, that incident, it did spell the end of his time as a first baseman, but it happened on Sunday night's Game 7, uh, between the Dodgers and Braves, and he was apparently got done, and he went up to his teammates. So you're going to have to tell me, is it Kiki Hernandez? Yeah. Is that his name? 
uh, leapt to uh, do like forearm smashes. Oh, yeah. Oh my god. And uh, <laughs> oh my god. Something clearly happened to Cody's shoulder. He oh. did. He did a spin move to avoid the next person who was coming up to do. Uh, another one with him, and he headed straight for the dugout, and like he's like, uh-oh. Oh, so is he done? Dude, no, awesome. no, 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 no. They, they popped, popped it they back popped in. They popped it back oh, in. like Riggs. Okay. And, and it happens to him from time to time. Yeah, you can see that last oh. one. He skipped doing the, the forearms. That's an, oh, oh, my God. I hate, I hate that. Yeah, this reminds me a few years ago. I believe it was a defensive player for the Detroit Lions was celebrating after a sack or an intercept. I can't remember what it was, but he was celebrating on the field, and he tore his ACL by dancing. Oh, that's right. He yeah. was dancing on the field after, <laughs> like, making some sort of a play yeah. and straight up tore his ACL. Yeah, was, I think it was a sack. And, well, okay. Yeah, oh, my God. So I was curious about if anyone listening, in a celebratory moment, <laughs> you know, emotions are high. Yeah. Thing is, well, the world is your oyster. This is yeah. my moment. And then you hurt yourself. You break. You t- you roll your ankle. You, you 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 break a bone. Whatever it is, you fall down, and you've injured yourself Jeez. at this moment of elation. Because yeah. I'm certain it's happened. Yeah, we're watching the video. Who is this case? This, all the way to the right. Okay. Oh, Steven oh. Song. oh dude, that sucks. No. That sucks. That is a more formidable injury than your sh- than your um, shoulder popping out. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, his season was done, and yeah. I don't know when this happened during the season, but you know, maybe oh. even potentially the beginning of the next. God, what season. kind of idiot dances and yeah. injures himself? How'd you hurt yourself? Right. I mean, that's, that's yeah. embarrassing. Yeah, I mean, you were winning that Madonna dance off. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was now, at a wedding. Yeah. I've, I've got a bum shoulder. It's I've I've had trouble with it for now a year and a half. Where it's it's bad. I even played golf. In, in a year and a half, it's I, I injured it, um, and it's the same way. Like all my life, even when I was younger, and I do remember, like literally, do you remember? <laughs> you remember Arsenio Hall where you do the woof 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 thing <laughs> yeah. like that, the dog pound thing? Yeah. Did that throw it out? Well, it was kind of a, a standard celebration. Yeah, yeah. If you know, if we were, I, and I don't even remember what we were doing, but I was excited, <sighs> and I started whipping my arm around oh my like God. that. And I threw my freaking shoulder out. Oh, geez. I probably separated it or something because it happened, and it hurts. We have an Arsenio injury on floor four. <laughs> Arsenio injury. It hurts so bad when you do that. Yeah, and, I hurt my shoulder woof, woof, woofing. Yeah, <laughs> did you, exactly. Did you need to get uh, to a doctor? No, or no, just, no, no. You no. just knew you'd but, but, it But up. it slips. It feels like it pops. It feels like it dislocates, but it doesn't. There's right. something in there that overlaps, you know, one of the tendons or something like that. And it eventually... It pops back into place, but man, does it hurt. So I wasn't celebrating anything, but we I think we've all, and the sports world knows the story of my skipping injury when we were doing <laughs> competitive skipping here. That injury is completely healed, and okay, it good. only took a couple of years <laughs> Okay, from skipping. Here's yeah. one, and I remember this, Nick. I'm glad you brought up this video. Great golfer, Tony Fino. Uh, was at the uh, at the Masters the day before they do a um, a par three right competition. He hits a hole in one, okay, <laughs> and he gets excited and starts running towards oh, <laughs> running towards a green. No, oh, no. Oh, and no. then he he what did he do? He dislocated his ankle. Yeah, no, oh, God. yeah. Oh my God! Oh, no. Starts running. Oh, wait, he starts and running and then bang, and he. He he just it gives out on him and yeah he turns oh, no. he's running backwards oh and oh, you see geez. it roll and he hits the ground oh, oh my god and that's oh. at the moment of absolute you know although the next day excitement. at the Masters he shot a four under so yeah. you know with some, a dislocated ankle yes yep. wow yeah some injuries are more severe than others and some okay. athletes are able to recover yeah mm-hmm. well listen I went two for three with a broken wrist when I was uh, you know playing baseball but uh, you know <laughs> we're not all we can't all be heroes mm-hmm. I will not. 
high-five my little brother at Eagles games anymore because he just does it too damn hard. And he calls me a pussy, but I'm like, dude, you can't, like, he's actually, like, hitting me as hard as he possibly can. And, and, and it's always in celebration, but I just, I'm like, I can't do it anymore. It hurts too well, much. Well, you, you bring up, another, so that that is a memory. It's years ago when we were in Little League, and then we were actually up in New York playing for the Phils. Uh, that was our team. And uh, <laughs> kid hits a home run, running around. Other kid jumps up, bigger kid chest bumps him, <laughs> knocks him out. Oh, no. He goes flying back. I guess his chin hit the kid's forehead oh, man. out cold. Yeah. All right, we're getting calls. I'm going to go to Clinton. Hey, uh, Clinton, you're on the air. Good morning. Gadzooks. Gadzooks, buddy. All right, so you're celebrating. What were you doing when you were celebrating? Well, I uh, hit a home run in Little League, and I was excited, waving to the crowd, waving to my parents, hey, I got a uh, nice home run, guy. Hey, great, wonderful. Not paying attention, ran into a pole, broke my nose. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> How did you find a pole when you're running oh, for a diamond? <laughs> well, they didn't have padding. Uh, uh, I guess wh- where's the padding. pole on the... <laughs> was it by the dugout? Yeah, by the dugout. Okay. Uh, so you were just... <laughs> Ow! <laughs> I would love to have seen That'd that. would be great. Oh, my God. Clint, did it start bleeding? Oh, yeah. Oh, my so, God. Ow! <laughs> oh, that sucks. And Your it, moment of glory. Had you ever hit a home run before in Little League? Nope. Oh, oh there you go. man. <laughs> you poor kid. And everyone got to watch that. That's great. So the success of the home run is immediately removed, and you now become the guy who ran in the pole. Hey, people will never never forget that. That's right, like Jeffrey Chubin. The people They'll never forget there. that Zoom call. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> let me see. I'm going to go to Kyle. Hey, Kyle, good morning. Hey, good morning, guys. How are you? Good. Is this a story about you or someone else? Somebody else. Okay. So we're up in Lake Placid playing a tournament, and it was a finals game, and we uh, it ended up being like a game-winning goal, like 15 seconds left, and my coach is jumping up and down on the back of the bench, and all extra sticks line up against the back of the bench, <sighs> and they must have fell over, and he stepped on it on his heel and snapped his Keeley. Oh, It coiled up like a little fern plant. Oh, oh dude. Oh, my God. Jesus. So when like, that... Could you imagine? Just a little, like an inch above the heel, and it, yeah, completely snapped it in half. Oh. I don't know. And yeah. that does that hold on to your hamstring to, down to your ankle, or does it? It, it I can think like it goes to like the back of your knee. Mm-hmm. So oh. it, it, it would sort, it would roll up, wouldn't it? Yeah, like it like a, like a bicep up, yeah. tear. Oh man, yeah, it was crazy. Oh, oh. that sucks. All right, <laughs> thanks, Kyle. Appreciate it. In your moment of glory, yeah, that's when it happens. Uh, let me see. I will go to. All right, there are other moments of glory besides sports, like yeah. this. I'm going to go to Jen. Hi, Jen. Good morning. Good morning, it guys. Hey, good morning, it to you. What's up, Jen? So, um, it was the first dance after I got married. Okay, what happened? So, we, my husband was bringing me out on the dance floor, and I slipped on some water that was spilled, oh. and my body went one way, and my knee went the oh, other. Oh, 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 oh. What was the damage, Jen? Say this again. Sorry. What was the damage to the knee? Was it was it was it, it pretty? I didn't tear an ACL, but it blew up like a balloon. But luckily, <sighs> I had a lot of doctor and nurses friends. So literally at my wedding, they had to say, "Is there a doctor in the house?" Oh, <laughs> oh my god! Did you get to enjoy the rest of your wedding? I did. I just drank a lot, and my dad <laughs> uses a cane. Okay. So I used his cane 
You can't tell in my wedding video that I fell. Yeah. You know, like, like you got to remember that Nick was at a wedding and Madonna almost killed him. So <laughs> yeah. right. you, you just well, be lucky. Run around Sue. Yeah. Run around Sue almost killed me. Oh, my God. All right. Thanks, Jen. Appreciate it. All right. Thanks, guys. Yeah. At that point, you just got to drink your way through it yeah. <laughs> and realize that tomorrow's going to suck. And just deal with it then. Rolling ankle injuries, though, are oh, man. whenever you just watch them, it's you feel the pain. It's 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 happened a number of times in my life, and it's just it, 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 you, the pain is just horrible. I didn't even to roll, the observer. It's hilarious. I didn't even roll my ankle; like it just kind of like moved a little bit in the in the wrong direction, and I ended up having to wear a boot. Remember when yeah. I, I had to wear it for like a couple of weeks? I do remember that. Yeah, it yeah. swelled up. Like, Did you have bangs at that time too? Stop it. <laughs> Let me go to, uh, is this right? Is this guy's name Hand? Hey, Hand. Yeah, that's correct. Where are the sausages? <laughs> Where are the sausages? All right, Hand. Do do us a favor and tell us your story, please. Uh, so, Super Bowl Sunday, Eagle Super Bowl Sunday. I'm in my house, had friends over. I was sitting down in front of the TV. Eagles had just scored a touchdown. My buddy had lunged off my couch, tackled me. Tore my ACL, out of work for nine months. Uh, oh, he nine, nine months. months. My, uh, my, the person who did it too happens to be. Oh, he was at the time uh, mayor of a small town, which I won't name. So I had my lawyer buddy uh, come up with a civil suit. Uh, it was we were joking, of course, but we were going to sue the. Uh, <laughs> oh, sue Colorado. the city. <laughs> so hang on a second. How are you out of work for nine months? Are you a professional football player? Uh, I'm a civil servant. We'll leave it at that. Okay. okay. All, right. All right. Yes. So tackled you, like, at your waist? When Where was he going in? So I'm sitting with my legs kind of up front. I'm sitting on my butt, and he had just come, I guess, in the right direction, took out my left knee. Uh, I'm still able to walk to the bar that night. That's the point. <laughs> okay. There you go. All right. Priorities. God, yeah. man. Nine months uh, out. Thanks, Hand. Appreciate <laughs> it, man. Jesus. That sucks. And at the moment of celebration, I, you know what? I should have asked him, how was the rest of the game? I mean, was that, you know, was it okay for the rest of the night? Right. Uh, I'm going to go to Darren. Hey, Darren, you're on the air. Good morning. Hey, how you doing? Good. What's up, Darren? Not too bad. Uh, uh, so, years ago at a Flyers game, a friend of mine and I took a bus down to watch the Jersey Devils play. Uh, and uh, everyone probably remembers the game because it's one of the only games where Flyers actually scored in their own net that night. <laughs> 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 so, anyhow, you know, they're getting killed. My buddy and I are getting smashed drunk with all these strangers that I rode a bus down with. Uh-huh. And uh, so the Flyers score a goal. And I go to high-five the guy next to me, who I don't know, and poke him in the eye so badly that I sent him to the hospital. Oh, my God. It was a stranger? Yeah. Dude, so did he start swinging at you? or, or I mean, No, no, no. I, th- I was apologizing like crazy because, like, I felt my finger just burying in, in his man's eye socket. Oh, God. football when I was younger, so I had poked people in the eyes before, but never oh, this bad. What was the damage like? What, what did he... was, His eye went blood red. Oh, man. Um, the entire time, he's trying to explain how, you know, he's going to explain this to his wife when he gets home. Oh, my God. And then I had to ride a bus with the man from, you know, the Jersey Devil State. Oh, he loves it. Yep. Uh, and oh. I just felt like crap. It was one of the worst. Oh, that's we're, we're losing it. But, yeah, that's, that's hilarious. High-fived and missed. Yep.
Yep, and uh, happened happen to bury my finger in his eye socket. <laughs> have, you so seen, have you guys ever seen double high fives miss and people smash each other in the faces with the open palm? Oh, yeah. It happens all the time, mm-hmm. especially when people are really drunk at the end of a successful mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh Let me see. I'm going to go to Dave. Hi, Dave. Good morning. Morning. How you guys doing? Good, Dave. All right. So this is it. The, the moment of celebration. An injury happened. What's your story? Correct. When I was in high school, we were in a baseball tournament over the weekend, and I had a big strikeout. I was a pitcher. Got into the dugout. We were celebrating. My assistant coach pretty much did like a fist pump turnaround excitement and punched me, scratched me in the eye. I had a scratch retina, missed the tournament for the weekend, and they had x-rays for a broken orbital and everything. Oh, holy crap. Wow, that man. was a, a heavy hit. Clocked you. for the 16-year-old, basically. <laughs> wow. So, uh, obviously... Maybe you can't recall because you just got you know your orbital bone broken. Uh, but did was how apologetic? How uh, was he freaking out? I think he walked away at first and then didn't even realize what he did until they told him that you know he saw me in pain over there. And then I mean he stayed in coach. He didn't go with me to the hospital. I remember that. So. <laughs> yeah, thanks, coach. <laughs> yeah, thanks a lot. Right, coach. I don't want you to leave. <laughs> Stay with the team. Yeah. Did, did you guys yeah. win? We we won that game. We lost the tournament, so I didn't miss right. a, a whole lot of baseball, but definitely yeah. put a little uh, damper that on the sucks. whole weekend. All right, thanks, Dave. So I was when I was in high school, I had to chaperone a dance for uh, eighth grade dance at my grade school, and so there was a dance circle, and I'm supposed to be chaperoning, right? So I go to join said dance circle. And I wanted to enter the circle in grand fashion, so I do. A, oh no! I do a somersault into the circle. <laughs> okay. At the same time, a kid who's probably in seventh or eighth grade is coming in from the other side, and I kicked him square in the face. <laughs> I mean, you were how old? I was in high school. I was probably like seventeen <laughs> years old or something like that. I, I mean, I, I, I don't think I knocked the kid out or anything, but I mean, I just flat out kicked this kid straight in the face. Now, this is not a celebratory moment, but I was quite happy when this happened. And uh, after it happened, Casey and I both weren't happy. (laughs) This was in uh, St. Martin. I was actually thinking of this last night as I was laying down going to sleep. We were on a catamaran. This is bizarre. You were just thinking about this. Uh We were on All of us were on a catamaran. And, of course, catamaran has netting that you can lay on. Yeah. And have the ocean zipping by underneath you, beautiful skies, everything. And it's also flexible, kind of like a trampoline. So <laughs> Casey's laying on it, and I'm like, I can do a somersault onto this thing. Oh. So I just dove, yeah, and I did a somersault, and as I come all the way around, our heads connect. Oh. Bang, man. It hurt bad. Oh. Yes, like, it, it hurts. Hurt. I saw stars. Oh. I almost got knocked out, and it just... The moment of happiness ended right there. I ruined the rest of my night. I had a slamming headache the rest of the night. I was just when you see headbutts in movies. Yeah, stop and think about what that. That becomes like that's my defensive thing. My headbutt. It hurts. I had no idea it was coming. I still. I had zero clue. It was dark out. I was just laying there, and then next thing I know. I'm just. I just see stars like straight up, like out of a Looney Tunes cartoon. Yep. Sorry, man. It's, I, it's all right, man. Okay. <laughs> Sorry about that. Uh, I'm going to go to <laughs> Jimmy. Hey, Jimmy, good morning. Hey, good morning, guys. What's going on? Yo, buddy. Wanting to hear your story. What is it? Yeah, well, I was going to say, you guys ain't going to hang up on me like you did last time, if you remember, <laughs> right? now. okay. I don't know. Just no, by the name Jimmy, yeah, yeah. I don't remember. You'd have to give oh, me more details Jimmy? on that. But you're on thin yeah. ice right now. <laughs> yes, yeah, so get to it. <laughs> going to remember Jimmy. All right, so real quick story. 
Oh, oh Preston. Oh, no. <laughs> Are you kidding me? I don't know what happened. Oh, oh my God. Damn it. Actually, I want to hear his story, yeah, Jimmy. Yeah. It call involves back. call back. It involves a horseshoe. I, Casey just looked at me and he, he points like like hang up, and I'm like, how can I not? Jimmy, we love you, Jimmy. We're Jimmy, just call back. back. We'll give you something. Preston, go go to. Uh, I'm going to go to Morgan. Okay, All right, because this this sounds outstanding, Jimmy. At call back, we were just we were just fun in you. I'm going to go to Morgan. Hi, Morgan. You're on the air. Good morning. Hey, bitches. Hey, hey what? what? All right, Morgan, you were celebrating oh. something. Oh, this was the most embarrassing, one of the most embarrassing stories of my life that everyone I ever meet gets to hear. <laughs> so this was Labor Day weekend. Um, my husband and my my family, my, my kids, my husband, and all his buddies essentially from the Air Force were up in a, a Boy Scout camp cabin in the Poconos. And um, we had chili that night for dinner. Uh <laughs> Kids are in bed, and we're all pretty hammered, and someone lights a fart, <laughs> and the place goes wild. We're jumping up in celebration, and everything's just wonderful, except the ground's not where I left it. And I come down and wedge my arm between in my folding chair, oh. fall on top of it, and snap my left arm. Oh, you broke your arm celebrating a fart? A lit fart. Yeah. A lit fart. Yeah. A lit fart. Yep. Kathy. Who would celebrate that? Oh, my God, Morgan. Yeah. Why? Right. Why would you celebrate? That's <laughs> Kathy celebrating a lit fart. Uh, First li- time I ever got to see one, it was worth celebrating. Yeah, it's it's pretty me. amazing. I know, I know. And same with Kathy. This sound effect is yeah. Kathy. So Casey farts. You'll hear Casey fart. He is up on the I- console in the old studio. I think, Preston, you were holding the lighter and lit the fart. I, but I didn't know that this was like like you could actually see do a, this. a blue flame in Casey. Yeah. This is the sound. Yeah! <laughs> Kathy, imagine that you broke your arm right then. By the way, leading up to that, Morgan, we, that's hilarious. We had sort of like a system. Like, do you feel one coming on? Yeah, and we, you know, we had like the siren. Let's oh, go. Let's do. <laughs> It was then, in the middle of a commercial stop set. We stopped right. the commercials. Morgan, thank you. <laughs> you jumped up on the console and threw your legs over your head. Okay. Jimmy called back in. All right, All right Jimmy. Jimmy. We're going to go to Jimmy. Hey, Jimmy. You guys did it to me. I did it. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? What? Hey, Casey, you're a pussy for not high-fiving your brother. You know that? <laughs> he knows. He knows. Oh, oh my no. God. Did you just hang up on him again? Dude. Jimmy, call back. I got something for you, bro. You going to give just, him something? Macy just did that. I really wanted yeah. We're running out of time. I know. Time. I wanted, I wanted to hear this story. This Jimmy's story. <laughs> Can you go to Nikki Preston? Yeah. Uh, hang on a second here. Hi, uh, Nikki. You're on the air. Good morning. Hi, good morning. Hey, what's up, Nikki? Uh, not too much. Um, so when I was younger, like 20s, I worked at a camp for blind children at the beach. So like every first day of the summer, we would all run down to the beach and get in the water. And I go and the water like makes like a swallow. So like there's no water there. And I hit the ground. My shoulder dislocates. Meanwhile, I have 15 campers around me, a lifeguard staring at me like, what the heck is wrong with this girl? And and all the kids are blind around you? Yeah, they're um, visually impaired, but they're totally blind. So it's like some of them can see. I have some assistance, but like 
it's just me and my shoulders hanging out. And <sighs> ever since then, I can sneeze and my shoulder just comes out. Oh, my Just God. by sneezing. <laughs> like sneezing. Jeez, how about it's not that bad for you, Preston, right? Oh no, 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 no. Yeah, no. Like I wake up and my shoulders out because I like put my arm over like my pillow oh. and like I moved wrong. Like it's terrible. That I think, sucks. You, I think you need surgery, Nikki. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I probably do. All right, thanks for your call. Appreciate it. Okay. Um, I want to go to Alex. Hi, uh, Alex. Good morning. Hey, good morning. How y'all doing? Good. What's up, Alex? So when I was in about. Fifth grade, I was in daycare, and my dad came to pick me up. I was so excited to see my dad. I think that we were going on a trip. Okay. And I was so excited. I didn't see a dumpster lid was hanging open. <laughs> oh, no. And I turned around and whacked right into the dumpster lid and broke my nose. Oh, man. Dude. So you're, you're here you are, just excited as all get out, and bang. Yeah. Oh, that sucks. Yeah. Because it kills it. Yes. You go, uh, you hang a complete 180 in the joy I factor. Could, I couldn't even make up a story about how I broke my nose. <laughs> it just ran into a dumpster lid. Nice. All right. Thanks, Alex. Thank okay. You. Don't hang up on Jimmy this time. All right, time. Preston. Don't hang up. All right. Up. Let me go to him. All right, Jimmy. Wow, guys. <laughs> Jimmy, I'm going to make sure your story gets to You go ahead. And we have something for what? your efforts, by the way. I don't even know if my story's going to be funny. <laughs> it doesn't matter at this point. <laughs> All right, so let me get this out real quick. Right. I'm, I'm at work, guys. No. All right, so um, long ago, my father used to play horseshoes, and we were in a backyard tournament, you know, for you know a little bit of money or whatever. And my dad had another horseshoe in his hand. Well, he threw the uh, the winning, you know, goal. Ring. Yep, the ringer. The, the ringer. He got the ringer. And he was so excited, he threw his hands up like I'm the man, and he accidentally let go of one of the horseshoes. <laughs> oh, God. This happened so quickly that when I went over there to, you know, to high-five him or whatever, <laughs> yeah. that freaking thing hit me right in square in the head. Oh, it hit God. you in the head? <laughs> yeah, it was like we lost track of it. At least I lost track of where it went. Uh-huh. But it went right in my forehead. Oh, my God. And Jimmy oh, hasn't yeah, been the same since. since. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wow. Well, okay. Are you okay? That's as funny as getting hung up three times from a radio. <laughs> <laughs> and you made it through, though. That's yeah. cool. What are we? You have so it wasn't really a celebration, but getting hung up again for the third time, I threw my hat down and I threw out my back. <laughs> Jimmy, I gotta go home. we're we're gonna take care of you. We're gonna give you a fifty dollars gift certificate to Arnold's Family Fun Center. Okay. All right, thanks, guys. <laughs> All right, hang on. We'll get your information, and we'll set you up. It's the big friggin' deal this week. You can get a $50 gift certificate for just $25, and we will give that to Jimmy. Um, it reminded me, his story, though, of his dad throwing the uh, the horseshoe up in the air. Um, Chris Novoselic from uh, oh, Nirvana. Yeah. They were on MTV. Might have been at the uh, Video Music Awards. I'm it not was. sure. And it's at the end of the song. They're they're doing the big you know what we call them rock the trash can ending. They're just you know just banging on everything, and he throws his bass up in the air really high up. He loses it in the lights. It comes down square on the top of his head. The body of the bass. Oh yep. man! And I I believe I don't remember, but I think he was bleeding from the head. He opened up that. a gash on his head. Yeah. yeah, and thank God it was the end of the song. Yeah. It was the ass. <laughs> and yeah, it was over. Yeah. Because that could have uh, that could have been a, a downer in the middle of the song. All right. Anyhow, um, some interesting stories, and yeah, it even it happens to the greats. Uh, so Cody Bellinger, 
The Dodgers hit a home run celebrating and dislocated his shoulder in the celebration part of (laughs) it after he ran the bases and everything. So when you get really excited, just be aware of your surroundings. Or don't get excited. Or don't get excited. (laughs) All right, we're going to take a break. We'll be back in a moment. Dan Soder will be joining us. He's coming to Helium Comedy Club this week, and I'll get you the details on the dates when we return. up your look with a fall merch update at MMR's Rock Shop. Head to WMMR.com and grab the latest hoodie or winter hat. For all you Halloween heads, hit up aisle one for a flurry of ghostly face masks. They'll get you right in the spirit. And work nicely if you're one of those, this is my costume kind of people. Plus, gift cards, t-shirts, hats, and coffee mugs for a unique gift for that person who has everything. The Rock Shop at WMMR.com. Everything that rocks your wardrobe and more. Uh, our next guest is going to be playing at Helium Comedy Club Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, where they have a uh, wonderful security staff, so he doesn't have to worry about getting tackled and dragged <laughs> off stage. Yeah. yeah. Like his buddy did not that long ago in the greater Philadelphia area. <laughs> uh, let's give some love to Mr. Dan Soda. Yeah. Hey. Hey, Dan. Yeah, Dragon Off Stage is an outdoor comedy show thing. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're going to be inside. That's, that's not really indoor behavior. No. <laughs> well, your boy Big J, he's got a show there tomorrow night, does he not? Yeah, it's a bonfire week at Helium. We got uh, Big wow. J's there tomorrow. Big J's going to be there on Wednesday, and then I'll be there Thursday through Saturday. All right, so I'm sorry to jump in there, Steve. What does that mean for your show? Are you guys uh, doing live shows down here then? No, no, no. We did. We're doing. Uh, we're reco- we're pre-recording. Okay. So we did two two yesterday, two today. Okay. Um, we're gonna do two bonfires today, and that way Jay can travel on Wednesday, and I can travel on Thursday. That's cool because you talk about obviously now Jay's a big dude. You're a big dude. I mean, the, the notion of of rushing Jay or you you've have you've never had an encounter like that, have you on on stage? No. And I would be the guy to rush. Before <laughs> you, you'd be the unhinged one. I have. Skinny calves and, a, and I have a giant head, so I'm top heavy. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. So if they would have if they would have pulled me off stage by my legs, it, my head would have banged on the stage like a gavel. I would have probably. <laughs> I would have been fine, but I definitely would have. You would have cleared the courtroom. Well, look, it's it's uh, it's cool that this stuff is is you know kicking back, and obviously you know things are still a little wobbly as far as what the story is you know in in general. But I think everyone's you know trying to make a good go of getting things back to. Uh, to normal having helium have shows and and uh, obviously normally we'd have you back in here and we're working out ways to you know get everything going with that but as yeah, you're I was out- told i was told it was just personal that's the reason it was completely oh. said no way with soda no the uh the, the whole deal is uh, um uh you know being out and about for you you have that stasis you have the podcast obviously that keeps you busy you have the the, the you know the the other stuff that's going on but uh, when you when you finally got to get out and start to you're starting to do shows a little bit more frequently, it's it's got to be good to work that muscle. Yeah, it feels good. It also uh, is real fun to learn that you suck at stand up again. So <laughs> what, what, what was was there was there some ground to reclaim? Yeah, I mean, I just did um, so I did ten shows in Providence. I did two weekends um, to kind of you know make up for the tickets that we sold in February and like the first weekend I was like man it's great to be back at stand up and then this past weekend driving home I was like dude I suck why am I even doing this <laughs> and that was the that was when I was like oh comedy's back yeah right, right. yeah I, I have you traditionally because we always feel this way I we we'd prefer to be our own worst critics than to have you know a, a whole sea of 
people criticizing us? Do you tend to I, be listen, overly critical? I, I, yeah, I mean, I see people all the time that I know in comedy that walk around and they like say they're awesome and all this stuff, and you see on you see like hatred online, and you're like, do you think they know? And the best part is, is like. When anyone tries to hate me online, I'm like, dude, get in line. I'm first up, baby. I hate myself. <laughs> mm-hmm. Dom Irera, like, whenever he's come in, he always he always talks about, yeah. And, you know, he's always mocking. He goes, yeah, I, I killed the other night. I yeah. killed. Uh, and yeah. so he's, he's always tearing himself up. I wanted to ask you something quickly because I saw this in one of our, our sheets about you. You're doing a, a podcast with Big J and Ari Shafir called Sixth and Jump. I just started watching the original 21 Jump Street on Peacock. The, all the episodes are up. And no, we'll start start listening to six. If you can see, the best part is if you're watching along on Peacock, you know what you can do is you can just download one of our episodes because we, we go episode by episode. So if you watch one, you could be like, I wonder what Dan, Jay, and Ari thought, and then you could hear our take on the entire episode. Oh, my God, this is brilliant because I'll tell you what. I was watching, like, from the first episode, I forgot that Johnny... Wild. Yeah, Johnny Depp was this... The show is insanely bad, but mm-hmm. still wonderful at the same time. And Johnny, Johnny yeah, Depp was this... But, no, no, he was this button-down... You know this this rookie cop and his hair slick. You know he's got like a like a regular haircut and he's got the uniform and stuff like that. And the whole process in the beginning is so hilarious. So w- did you did you were you fans of the original show or just recently discovered? So, Jay and Ari are I want to say about five five and six years older than me. All so right. I'm the I'm the puppy of the group and I <laughs> never. I only remember 21 Jump Street from, like, Richard Grieco and, like, the end of it. And I kind of knew Johnny Depp was affiliated with it. So I was like, let's go back and watch it. And it is absolutely insane (laughs) to watch Johnny Depp become Johnny Depp on this TV show. But the best part is, is as the series continues, you watch him become more and more apathetic Mm -hmm. to making the television show. Yeah. It's like you're just watching a guy at work that doesn't care. It's hilarious. It's like watching a guy, Dwayne Reed, that doesn't want to check you out. (laughs) You're like, I like this guy. Yeah, no, it's it's true. And the... um... Obviously, everything from uh, Peter DeLuise and and the the entire cast at that time though that was the coolest thing. That was one of the only things the the you know just formed Fox Network had going for it. So um, and it was a, it was a, it was a big hit. Was there a female cop? Oh, in that well, group? I, don't I can't remember. Yeah, there was the uh, the female is uh, uh, what's her name? Holly Robinson. Holly Robinson. Holly Robinson. Oh yeah 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Super hot. That's yeah. right. She was super hot. And let me tell you guys, uh, if anyone enjoyed this show in the 80s, you guys were idiots. This show <laughs> I hated it, man. And yeah. it was, it, oh. I like, I hated it from the get-go. I thought it was, it was silly, just the, the concept of it all. Incredibly stupid. And, uh, but I still watched it because I don't mind it being incredibly, I even watched Book, was Booker was the sequel. Booker, oh, don't Wait. worry. We're going to get to Booker. <laughs> We're planning on doing all five seasons of 21 Jump Street and then going to Booker. The spinoff with Richard Grieco. So do you have, do you have a, like a long-term plan after book or where do you go to? No, I think, you know, I don't know. We, <laughs> I, it, this is, it, it, was, it was such a show where we're like, let's watch this in quarantine. This is probably crazy. And I remember Jay Ari and I were like, yeah, you know, we'll watch it. We can maybe like recap two episodes in a podcast yeah. episode. We're doing two and a half hours on one episode. <laughs> because, we're like, because we're like, why the hell is this a, a plot point? Why in the hell is this cop doing this? Also, you're going to notice it's so 80s that we're getting to – we're late in season two now in the podcast. 
and it's themed episodes. Yes. So we just, which is the 80s, man, did the 80s love a themed episode. And uh, we just hit the first AIDS episode. So that was real big uh, on the yeah, show. You're okay. right. The 80s ushered in the quote, unquote, a powerful episode, a powerful blossom, a powerful yeah, growing was, pain. Right. We just, we just hit a, a powerful episode where Johnny Depp, goes undercover at a high school and hangs out with a kid with AIDS. Yeah. Okay. And it's pretty gripping. <laughs> I only remember one episode. It's where they were in a fraternity. And they, yes. And there was hazing going yes. on. Yes, and, and they was, it was getting out of hand, yeah. right? Yeah. And, and they were, they were, apparently they, they had sex with a girl against her will and filmed it. And I, I just, that's the only time I ever watched one episode. It was so bad. What, what season do they switch the captains? Because at first it's it's this real hippie kind of captain guy. And then they go with the, the other guy who's a little bit more strict and buttoned down. Yeah, so they start with Captain. They start with Janko, right? And, uh, yes, Janko. Janko, and then out of nowhere, just an episode starts and it's his funeral. They really just start an episode and you're like, "Wait, what's up? Yeah, is he dead now." And they're like, "Yeah, yeah, we we got a cool older black guy who's going to come in now, so don't worry." Yeah, it's it was. Um, I called it first husband, second husband kind of vibes, where they were like. My first husband's all right, but now I really want something hot. <laughs> yeah, that never quite worked on uh, on Bewitch with both the Darrens. Oh, they were funny. they were both. Yeah, yeah, it was. It's such a show where I mean, it's just going to get more and more. And like you know, we're lucky that we've gotten for some reason a lot of people got super into the podcast, and there we get emails from people that are like. Wait till you guys get to season three. Johnny Depp, I don't think, reads the script. Mm. And you're like, oh, man, come on. I can't wait. You're so right, though. As as his star began to rise, and in fact, they, at a certain point, even though he was sort of the money shot for the series, they had no option but to sort of, you know, relegate him to background stuff because there was he just was clearly not into it. He didn't care, and Peter DeLuise, they were like, we gotta, we gotta get Peter DeLuise over, and they try everything, and God love him, I just can't, I can't do it, I can't get over <laughs> the DeLuise train, that stinks. The funny thing is, they both appeared in the, uh, in the movie, in the, the 21 Jump Street movie, they're both in that. Well, so what's crazy is we make a joke about how bad of a police officer Holly Robinson Pete's character Judy Hoffs is in the, in the show. She is she would have been suspended several times. She is the worst undercover agent I've ever seen. She blows her cover every single episode. And in the 21 Jump Street movies, she makes an appearance working for the, like, car lot for the police department where she, like, gives out cars. And right. they're like, yeah, that, yeah, that's where Judy Hoffs would be 20 years in the force because she stinks. <laughs> she, like... Depp and Depp and DeLuise's characters are in like the DEA. Yeah. And they're like high level undercover agents and she's just working at the car lot. And it's like, yeah, it's what you get for blowing your cover all this time. And one of the best as, just, one of the best aspects of the show was their was their their cool hang. Their their they it wasn't really like it was, you know, it was almost yeah. like it was almost like a like a like a frat house, you know. I hate it. Yeah, the chapel. <laughs> yeah, the chapel. The chapel. Yeah. Oh, and they really, up. they try to show you how cool it is because they sit on tables. And you're like, oh, that let you know that it was cool in the 80s. So, so you, with your experience, obviously, you, you know, has, has filming um, gotten underway for billions? Or what's the story with? No, I don't know. I think we're, um, right now, from what I've heard, we're not starting up until March. March, okay. 
right. Wow, that's a long. That is a long and, time. So you guys, don't, you don't start filming until March. Yeah, I don't think we start filming. And um, I think what, from what I've heard is I think we're going to film season six first. I'm not a hundred percent sure about that, but. I've heard that we're going to film season six and then go back and film season five, the rest of season five. Have you been uh, lobbying to get Jay back on? Uh, as um... I have to. Yeah, yeah. I want to. I want to. Um, <laughs> I want to write my character off the show with Big Jay's character, so the bonfire would make sense in like a Marvel universe. You know, <laughs> it's like your end game. Yeah, if they were like, "Oh wow, Mafie actually <laughs> left Axe Capital to go do a radio show with that." Drug dealer from Montreal in season one. <laughs> and then you'd be like, oh, that all makes sense. Yeah, it's, it's a multiverse. That's what it is. Yeah, that's what I, I, I'm looking bigger picture here. You know? I, want, that's, I want people to follow along. Have you done anything acting wise though? Has anything because you you know you 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 you've done obviously other stuff as well because there there's there are shows that are coming on that they they go into sort of a bubble. They're checked every day. Uh, you know, they're doing the stuff that the Batman movie had a, 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 a start, stop, start, stop. And now they're back filming again. Have you have you been on any sets? No, I've just been acting like I'm holding it together. <laughs> <laughs> That's your biggest performance. Yeah, I've just been acting like this isn't getting to me. You know, I've just been like, oh, it's fine. This is great. I like being inside. When when did when did you have your weakest moment? When did it, did you do you recall a moment at which you just descended into madness during all this? You know, I God love her. I, I, Michelle Wolf is one of my favorite human beings on this planet. Right. But she had been living with Dave Chappelle in Ohio, and he started doing outdoor shows. I want to say in June, and it started to be like this thing where it was like, you know, Michelle was on the shows. So she was posting these awesome photos of like David Letterman being there and right. Louis C.K. being there. <laughs> And I, John Stewart's one of my favorite human beings of all time. And I hadn't done stand-up since March, and it was like late June. I had a week coming up, but I still hadn't done stand-up yet. And she posted a picture of, like, her, Dave Chappelle, John Stewart, and I just was like, all right. It was like the first time that I was like, well, I mean, come on. What the hell are we doing here? I just like, I was like, I can't even do stand-up. She's just hanging out. I called Michelle. I was like, just hanging out with my heroes. I'm just <laughs> Post a picture with you with my dead dad. I mean, what? <laughs> you do get a little covetous. Yeah. 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 You know, comics try to act like we don't like that we don't get jealous, but that's such a lie. It's like, oh my god, I'm so jealous that you get to do all these shows. Because once stand-up started happening in certain places, that's where the jealousy came out. Is people are like, you get to do stand-up right now. I'm so jealous of that. Yeah. So, well, and you were hearing, like, from around the country, stand-up. They had stand-up. They had, like, like, a kissing booth. And, like, everything was, like, like completely open. And then you're like, oh, oh my God, that's... That's that's weird because they, and I would I would talk to people from different states and uh, you know uh, and and friends who who lived out of this area who were like you know is a lot more open but obviously you're you're getting back into it you have that going along and having the the podcast makes a a big difference any ETA I assume you've been doing those remotely from your home are yeah 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 okay any ETA on you guys getting back under the same roof for the shows. This is this is where this is where Jay and I become extremely jealous of you guys because we haven't been in the studio together since March, mm. and 
Sirius at first was like, all right, well, we're going to open the Sirius XM studios in January. And we're like, damn, that's such a long time. And then we just got word that they're not opening it until at least March 31st. Wow. God. Yeah, it does make a difference, you know, when you're you're face-to-face. Yeah, we do, like, you know, we're doing two episodes today. And so it's like... I'm going to go to Jay's house, and we're going to sit in the same room, socially distant. Yeah, but you're going to be in the same room there. So what's the, you know, my line of thinking was, what's the difference if you guys are in the same room there or? Uh, oh, you're talking to a guy. I recommended us breaking into the serious studio. <laughs> <laughs> no, but and, it, and I think Jacob, our producer at first, was like, oh, that's funny. And I'm like, no, I'm, I'm being 100% serious. I will go to I'll go to series at one in the morning and do a full show. I mean, from well, from day one of this whole thing, and we were talking about how we're going to break it down. You know, obviously everyone was just flooded with information, and we didn't know what was going. No one knew what was going on, but the mindset was is that there is a an energy that occurs when you're looking across at the people you're interacting with. And for years, yeah. there've been shows like Kevin and Bean used to do their show yes. completely. Like one guy was in Seattle, and it was like I, I don't know. You lose a bit of energy when you do that. Yeah, you know, those those like those shows like Kevin and Bean or like Bob and Tom had like a you know, one of them was like at the end, one of them was at his house. Then it's just like it's it it completely kills the energy of it's a hang. That's what a good radio show is. It's mm-hmm. just like that's why I love you guys. It's just like you come on the air and you're hanging out with you guys. Right. And that's what our show was. You know, we was like me and Jay hanging out with the crew and it, it got this like certain energy of like, oh, it's just five of your friends hanging out and now it's just got this weird internet Zoom meeting energy, like we're all working at a marketing firm. And like, you know, what's your idea? Okay. Uh, okay, great. What do you think? Okay. For the second quarter, what do you got? <laughs> Did you hear about the uh, the Jeffrey Tubin thing, the Zoom call? With oh, the... yeah, dude. Dude was trying to catch a beat in between yep. a work break. Yep. <laughs> we are like, I got time. <laughs> What a rookie! What a rookie! Who still who still uh, who still beats it at his computer? What are you in the nineties? Yeah, use a phone, Play right? A phone. That's <laughs> 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 a rookie move. Uh, well, he is old, oh. man. He's well, he's sixty. Yeah, yeah, so. you're right. Yeah, he probably still uses lotion and tissues <laughs> like it's the fifties. My guess is he was using a Viewmaster. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he, he was he was probably watching something. <laughs> he was actually reading an article. Yeah. Oh, do you do you various Dan, magazines laying out? Oh my God! When you used to have to hold one hand, a magazine, or when you were when you had the the regular old modems, and you were like, and you know there was this, you'd wait for pictures to load in, and you're like, God damn. And then it would be halfway through the picture, and it's like this is not going to be good, and you have to bail on the picture because this won't. You know, this the porn is just not. Oh yeah, you, you, it's you, inadequate. You see half the photo, and you're like, oh, this ain't going to do it. This is not going to be good. <laughs> mm-hmm. yep. what, about, what about watching so much VHS porn that you every man in the '90s basically knew how to repair a VCR? <laughs> yeah, I did. Or that the, yeah. the money shot was all staticky mm-hmm. because yeah. you kept pausing it and rewinding it at that spot. <laughs> you kept wearing through that tape, mm-hmm. dude. I, 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 at a certain point, I could have worked for uh, what is it? Hitachi was the big company, I guess. Yeah. You know, and, and repairing. Mm-hmm. I basically used a regular rubber band <laughs> to keep the uh, the unit going. But yes, ah, uh, memories. I love that term. Yeah, what a but... rookie, though. <laughs> it's so perfect. <laughs> 
to uh, do to do that during a work Zoom meeting, and yeah. then he's like, "Oh, I didn't notice the draftness of my bottom part of my body. Uh, <laughs> you just didn't realize your wiener's out, dude." Oh my god, yep. too funny. Yep. Well, uh, it's uh, moments like that we live for. Though. Yes. Yeah. All right. Well, listen, uh, Dan. We're gonna we're gonna point people in direction. So so yeah, Big J's tomorrow night, and then your Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. And so the way they're doing it now for those who haven't been out. Uh, to the clubs just yet is they're selling tables uh, as opposed to tickets. So you got a, a two top or a four top, uh, and they've got special prices for those. So you can go to heliumcomedy.com and get the tickets and get yourself set up and, you know, go out, man. I mean, you know, if, if you feel good to do it, Dan's definitely the guy to Absolutely. go get you in a good mood. They're so. all great, and they they have a great setup over there. You know how good a, a club helium is, and, and this is definitely the cure for cabin fever. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah, I've heard, uh, you know, I, I love Helium. It's one of my favorite clubs in the country and to come to Philadelphia. And so I was talking, Shane Gillis just worked the club last weekend. And yeah. I was like, how is it? He's like, he's like, it's weird. It's all spaced out. It's weird. And I'm like, yeah, it is. <laughs> it feels like, um, you know, when you go swimming and your ears clogged and it's just like for the rest of the day, you can't hear right. That's what <laughs> yeah. it feels like doing indoor comedy. Yeah. You're like, okay, it doesn't feel completely normal, but it feels as close to normal as it can. No, you're right. Uh, we, we were talking about that with SNL because SNL has a, has a partial audience, and you can see it's still sort of throwing everybody off a little bit, you know, because yeah. you would have a percentage of things that would hit more that aren't, and uh, it's, you know, because some, some members of the audience will find certain things funny, and there's always, you'll always get a little bit more laughter with more people, and um, it's throwing them off a little bit, but they're doing okay. Yeah, and it's like, you know, you adjust to it, and it's just like a regular comedy show. But yeah. it's like, at first, you're like, oh, man, those other people make a real difference. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> All right, Dan, we'll catch up again soon, man. Have great shows while you're here, Thanks all right? Thanks so much for having me on, guys. I love Any you guys. time. It's, it's always fun coming on. Excellent. Appreciate it. Dan, yeah. guys. He's great. He's great. I think, didn't we compare head size with you and him last time he was here? Yes, next? we did, yeah. I, I, yeah. Did he win or did, did you win? No, he, he, did. he won. Yeah. yeah, he's got a, a very impressive cranium. We thought for sure that Nick would have the bigger noggin, and uh, no, Dan's yeah. head is gigantic. I remember <laughs> the first time we had him on, he was talking about uh, playing football as a kid, and he's like, oh, Soder. Yeah, the um, the coach, because he they couldn't find That's a right. helmet. <laughs> as a child, they couldn't find a helmet big uh, enough for him. Yep. Did you? Did they have that issue with you finding a helmet? <laughs> oh my god! Or did you wear a helmet? Uh, yeah, for okay. baseball. Right. And so uh, there were two issues: uh, lice and the head size. Oh, so my gosh. mom ended up buying me my own helmet. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but I was ahead of the curve on that one, Cap, because uh, eventually all the kids were like, "We don't want lice either." And so and then because it, it was shared helmets when yeah, you were yeah, like yeah, yeah. Yeah. third and fourth I grade. I I had to come in as a pinch runner one time for a kid when I was playing little league, and I went and I jumped on base, and he gave me his helmet. And it was like your size helmet, dude. <laughs> and I ran, and the visor came down over my eyes. Oh, yeah. I could see. Did you look like, like a Mr. Met? Yeah. Yes. yes. <laughs> like a puff. Yes. Giant head. Yeah, we always had shared equipment. The only thing, when I was playing baseball growing and all the way up until, I mean, I played all through high school and, and college, and you used the equipment that the 
Township provided for I you. The like only thing that you had that your was mitt, yours your mitt was, was your, your mitt yeah, yeah. in yeah. your hat. Shin guards, maybe. But I think in like seventh or eighth grade, we started sharing and we started having our own helmets. It yeah. became a little more normal yeah. to not share it with everybody else. When my sons were old enough to, to get in the Little League, I didn't know they had all this. You know, it had been ages since I played, but they have these cool bags. With, you put, yeah, 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 we have one. We yeah, have a bag. the bat and the, yeah. and what? the helmet. And then it hangs and all this. on Yeah, it hangs on your shoulder, it's, yeah. and then you hang it on Everything the Everything was, was loose. Got a little carabiner on it or something to hang comes, it. Comes with the hook. Yeah. 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 Put on, yeah. Those are cool, man. Yeah. yeah. yeah they've really, they've, they've come a long, they've used come to, a long uh, way <laughs> these days. We used rocks and tree limbs. <laughs> Wait, listen, right now, so there was like a shortened soccer season, and so the cleats from last year kind of fit, Jace. So I was like, he's like, these are so tight. I'm like, you have like five games left. It's fine. Just you know who wore super tight shoes? Pele. <laughs> <laughs> I have a whole bunch of sports equipment, Kath. I don't know if you are if you want new stuff or if you want... No, hand- what? Okay. Are you kidding? Like, his feet grow so fast. Yeah, everything. seriously. Yeah. Yeah, That's I why you got to go to go up, play it again. Play it again, sports, for yep. especially for kids Jace's age. Because, yeah, you'll go through a season, and then he he, he doesn't, uh, the, the cleats don't fit anymore. I almost said a bad word. <laughs> yeah, yes, you oh, did. <laughs> Sometimes it, it gets a little swollen. Cleats. Uh, hey, excuse me, what are you looking for? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, Kat, they, they sell used equipment yeah. there. Yeah. Sometimes okay. it's hard to find the cleats, isn't it? it is. Yeah, you got to really dig All in. Right. All right. Go in the shelves. Get um, they're back there. Just use your index finger. <laughs> it's difficult to find the cleats. Flake it. You'll find it. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Right, Kat? Wow. The cleats. You guys are so stupid. Uh-huh. Wow. You're so stupid. You're right idiot. to the left of the labia. <laughs> oh, wow. What? In between at the top. Okay. In um, between the curtains? We're going to switch gears completely. Okay. Please. And that's part of my job. Uh, we have a piece of audio, and I'd like to have a prize if somebody can identify what movie this is from. Casey, you got something I can give away? Yeah, man. I got some uh, Crash Bandicoot, or I do have uh, one more gift certificate for Arnold's. Oh, okay. We can... Uh... I'll, let, I'll let the winner choose. I was going to save the Arnold's for you tomorrow. Were gonna, well, oh. Come on, man. Oh. Or do we have to give this away today? We have to give it away today. We have, to give away today. We have other things okay. for tomorrow. Um, I'm going to play. This is a dramatic reading of a film. So this is not from the original no. movie. And I'm not going to tell you anything about it other than just play. I think somebody's going to get it right away. I think so. But I, it'll be interesting to see. So I'm going to play this, and, and the first caller to get it right that we get on the air. Uh, we'll get the prize. Here it is. My father would womanize. He would drink. Make outrageous claims like he invented the question mark. Sometimes he would accuse chestnuts of being lazy. Sort of general malaise that the genius possess and the insane lament. My childhood was typical. Summers in Rangoon. Luge lessons. In the spring we'd make meat helmets. When I was insolent. I was placed in a burlap sack and beaten with reeds. Pretty standard, really. Okay. <laughs> what? So she's doing a dramatic reading of oh, this So you don't get a cat? Uh, okay, yes. Do you know okay. what movie it's from? No, what? Oh, you don't? No. no. Well, well, we're going to have a listener call in. 215-263-WMMR. So they've taken a, a line and put it way out of context and uh, delivered it. In that manner, and we'll see if anybody can identify what that is. The first line, I was like, okay, yeah, I know, I know exactly what that is. All right, hang on, let me go to, uh, we have Brendan. Brendan, how you doing? I am doing excellent, thank you. Name the movie, please. Austin Powers. Yeah. International Austin. Man of Mystery. That yeah. is correct. Yeah. 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 
so we're gonna give we're gonna get Arnold's. Well, uh, we will. What do you want? Do you want Arnold's or do you want uh, Crash Bandicoot Four? Let's do Arnold's. All right, All right. Arnold's. I'm gonna give you a fifty dollars gift certificate for Arnold's Family Fun Center located in Oaks, PA. Two hundred thousand square feet of excitement. The largest arcade in the region. Go karts, laser tag, mini golf, bowling, and more. By the way, it's a big friggin' deal. You can get a fifty dollars gift certificate. It's great. Twenty five bucks. Uh, while supplies last, go to WMMR.com, uh, use the keyword deal. So here's the original uh, recording of that, cat. Uh, so here we go. My father would womanize, he would drink, he would make outrageous claims like he invented the question mark. Sometimes he would accuse chestnuts of being lazy. This is one of the most bizarre, <laughs> he, he had to have just thought of right. really avant-garde, weird. The ways. sort of... General malaise that only the genius possess and the insane lament. My childhood was typical. Summers in Rangoon, luge lessons. In the spring, we'd make meat helmets. When I was insolent, I was placed in a burlap bag and beaten with reeds. Pretty standard, really. Meat helmets? Meat helmets. Okay. So that was a uh, an acting student named Lisa Gilroy, and so she posted it up online, and... Uh, Sure. Her class, the uh, project was to deliver a dramatic monologue from any movie that they selected. So she selected Austin Powers. Nice. I had to, when I took, I took one semester of drama uh, in my uh, minuscule college career. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I had to do a dramatic reading of the uh, the Pledge of Allegiance. Yes. And, oh, wow. And you want to so, try that? Give oh, us a taste? No, 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 no. Um, How but, about from Tron? No, I don't remember it. I used to remember it. But, but I, it, it was interesting because I, I thought I did a pretty damn good job of it yeah. uh, personally. And, and I got a good, you know, it wasn't for a grade, but the uh, I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands one nation under God, invisible. I'm using my hands. Yes, I understand. That's the chapel. You sound like Shatner, man. I know. With liberty and justice for all. For Annabelle. For Annabelle. I pledge allegiance to the United States of America and to Annabelle. (laughs) Uh, Did you guys ever take acting? Oh yeah. Yeah, I took a class. Did you? Yeah. Did you like it? Um, I was so I would go with my cousin and I remember uh never being prepared with what we were supposed to do. Uh-huh. Um because I mean not to blame it on my someone else, but like my mom would never remind us like, like she would forget too of what we were supposed to do. So I remember going Is in Is that what mom was supposed to do? <laughs> I guess. All right, yeah. I remember going in and uh having I don't want my daughter pretending she's an asparagus. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I had so I had to do a yo I had to do a yo play commercial. Oh. With yogurt. And so uh, we forgot all the props. And so I had to just pretend. Oh, and I was like, oh, man, mine sucked. <laughs> uh, uh, I, yeah, I, I was so looking forward to it. Yeah. And then I found out I wasn't any good. At it. Yeah. Oh, man, and then well, I was bummed out because it was the hardest part. It was remembering dialogue. It so the hardest. I still can't do it to this day. The big secret is, is that and from what I understand is once you start to act and you get you start to flex that muscle a little bit your retention ability kicks in now they're also you tend to think they're doing um summation speech type 
you know, pages of dialogue when they do movies. But again, it's a lot more segmented than you might think. It's rare that you're like, to me, the concept of, as Patrick Stewart was doing for a while, the entire A Christmas Carol on stage. Mm. Forget it. I don't even know how that's humanly possible. Yeah, but once they do it, like when they do it over and over again. like I did that dinner play, and the couple first couple of times it was you know I was so nervous, and but then after doing it, I mean for just a few weeks it became like nothing. So I knew the dialogue, you know, I knew everybody else's lines too. So then I felt like you could actually act because you weren't worried about what the next right. line was going to be. I'm in awe of people who are great at it, and so and Steve, you know, you and I love La La Land, and oh god, yeah. So Emma Stone's character is trying to be an actress, yeah, yeah. And so there's a scene where she is. Auditioning for a TV part, she's being interrupted. They don't. They don't care. They're not paying attention. They answer yeah. a phone. Yeah. So she's going through this incredibly dramatic acting moment. But what's dawning on me is I am watching an actor acting like they're an actor who is acting a scene out <laughs> and for you know what? And I mean, there's like these levels. Yeah. Of, of this thing that I'm like, how do you do that? Oh, yeah. How do you do it? Well, I want to go back to the original uh, question, which is, you know, have you ever taken an acting class? And, and I think the part that you're leaving out is the part that how vulnerable you feel when you are acting. And, like, you can't help when you're doing it in front of people that, like, oh, my gosh, I am being judged. With oh, every sure. single sound that is coming out Absolutely. of my mouth, and I am everyone- being I am being judged. That's why, well, stand-up allows you that ability to sort of be vulnerable on, yeah. on stage. And yeah. I did that for a long time. Uh, but it, that's why you see, you'll see you see a lot of comedians um, transition into regular dramatic acting. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't always work. Mm-hmm. Right. But a lot of times the skill set is there. And people, comedic actors like Jack Lemmon can turn and did turn in devastatingly dramatic performances. Yeah. You know, you just have to feel it a little bit more. It, but... It is a hard thing to basically say in front of an audience, I'm going to hear it all is. I'm yeah. going to let it go. I did the plays in high school and I did plays and stuff in college. And I loved it because you obviously you guys have known me for a long time. I like being the center of attention at times. No. No. But I wasn't good at it because I couldn't help. I couldn't like immerse myself into the character. I was right. just me. You were Casey as. I was Casey Right. Just saying these words. I think that would be my thing, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Steve, you made an interesting point there. Um, I, I find it um, that you'll often see comedians become actors rather than actors becoming comedians. And I was thinking about Jeremy mm-hmm. Piven as you were talking. Right. I, I really like Jeremy Piven. I think he's a good actor and a good comedic actor. But I went and saw a stand-up, and he was new at it, right? Yeah, and, yeah. And he was trying to learn the craft. But for a comedic actor to become a successful stand-up is not nearly as easy as the, I think, the reverse of that. It's a different, yeah, skill set. Steve, or a, 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 a nuance of that skill set. When our episode of, of Always Sunday comes on, I'm like, <laughs> you can't oh, watch no, it. No, no, no. <laughs> but you know what? It's so- just so. You know, I think about jabroni, cool word. <laughs> it was great. I'm like, oh yeah, it, you didn't over deliver that at all, press. Did but you? you you needed to be <laughs> listen to you know that. I bought it. Yeah. yeah. Also, that show, that's okay on that show. I guess so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And we were yeah. supposed to be cheesy um, radio guys, yeah. Yeah. which but we're clearly not at all. When I did the uh, touring through Zion and stuff, our tour guide, this guy Nick, who I talked about yesterday, he's a huge fan of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia and knows that, like, when I was like, oh, my gosh, like, the people that I work with, they've been on many shows. And he no- and so he wasn't. Uh, he wasn't anything but complimentary on your performances, Kathy. You as well in the uh, 
Uh, Glenn is a pedophile <laughs> episode. A-hole. Yeah. Mm-hmm. One more. really, really good. <laughs> Here's what I think we should do. I think uh, we should all pick scenes from a movie. And uh, we should act them out. <laughs> oh, that was, I'm down that was one of the things that I had to do. What was the monologue I had to do for uh, a late a class I took later on? And I did. I feel like it was so stupid. Um, as good as it gets. Yeah. Is that Helen Hunt? Yes. No. Uh, you, uh, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. Okay. It's that uh, when she's kind of talking. With Jack Nicholson. Yeah. Talking to him and saying you can't play with, our, you know, emotions and things like that. Why not? Um, I think you should do that yeah, one. Yeah. But I was like, wow, what a stupid monologue to pick. Uh, <laughs> How about, uh, is there some of the improv <laughs> that, you... that you have been come to know as? You get to work with that. <sighs> what? 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 What do, do you like to eat? <laughs> uh, My, the, the, the worst part, though, is... is Delivering stuff uh, just radio-wise, just voice only, not as difficult. Once you add the physical thing to it, oh, my God. I'm like, or, or, my whole thing, you know, where should my eyes be? You become, I, um, I look at my hands. I, I look stupid. I'm, it's I look like night. Your whole, your, where do I put my hands? Yeah. You know, like, uh, yeah. And, uh, but they're, they're, the thing that I heard best describing it, Preston, is that um, the story that Rosie uh, O'Donnell told about uh, A League of Their Own with Gina Davis and uh, she's on set, and she hadn't done a lot of acting, and she's seeing Gina Davis, and the cameras are there, and she says, she's not really doing anything. And then sees it on film, and it's like, oh, yeah, that's it. Less is more. Yeah, it's, it's, an, it's, it's more intimate, yep. you know? Yep, subtleties. So. Right. I wouldn't mind going back and taking a stab at that sometime. I'll never do it. I don't have the time to do it, to go back and, and do a little, you know, summer stock mostly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> did you ever see that for Kathy Private Parts? <laughs> Yes. When yeah, yeah, yeah. Replace yeah. Robin Quivers. Yeah. With, I don't know. I, I did a little, little theater, a little <laughs> summer sock. <laughs> I think there are six of us here, right? Marissa included. We could play? do we could do Ten Commandments. Let's put on a show. <laughs> yeah. I think we could put on a play. I think Preston, we could, let's do the Ten Commandments. We we we'll could either lights. Yeah, we could either do a play with that that has six parts in it. How or, about Glenn Gary Glenn Ross? Or we could compete <laughs> against one another and leave it up for we could have an Academy Awards essentially. Do like a soliloquy? I have like you know either or like a one man one woman show. One man one woman or two men or you know you could do and like a cup. <gasps> okay, hang on. Uh, yeah. So it would Split have to up. be one man, one girl, or it were two of those, and then another it's, one yeah, with two MMF. men. Just have <laughs> just have monologues. Or you could do monologues. Yeah, do monologues. I was thinking, like, if you had two guys, you could do a scene from Brokeback. You could do a duo-log. Right? You could do it. <laughs> All right. I, there's a scene. It, we could do it. It'd be uh, me and Casey and Kathy. It's called Eiffel Tower. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And oh. I like could, this uh, one. Yeah. We, have we you, could do that. Kathy, you don't have to do much. <laughs> have you ever been to Paris? <laughs> have you ever been to Paris? There's a show on Netflix called uh, Emily Goes to Paris, and they she tries to pitch something at this advertising agency, and they take it as basically the Eiffel Tower. Oh, oh really? Yes. I don't like this actor. He's <laughs> <laughs> too sweaty. I wouldn't mind doing that sometime. Yeah. Uh, All right, let's do it. We're not going to be able to do it now. We no, could, we no, could, not now, but we can. We, we could, could film us. Uh, do no, we do it live? stupid Ooh. We do it live. Why? Do it live. We'll do it. We'll write it. Wait, hold on. You're, you're opposed to the whole thing? No, no, I'm asking why. Like, the thing what, sucks. What does the listener get out of this? Oh, you, well, we, they we get will. to judge us. <laughs> Morning, they, get, they get award-winning entertainment. Okay. 
I Kathy's think we, really on board with the acting. I, I think we have to do it on the show. I think if, if we try to do it outside of the show, it'll it's fall apart suck. and, uh, and okay. we won't do it. Yeah, so and I we get... need to suck live. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Our sucking is better in person. All right, well, how do we pair up? Do we just put names in a What's hat? What's with the yeah. pairing? Okay. Why is there pairing? Why, 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 why oh, you want to just do monologues? Why did you do monologues? Oh, I don't need someone bringing my performance down. Wait, yeah, so but I need to feed off of somebody. Names in a hat, and then we pull uh, a or movie? We, or we do. No, no, or, no. I'm sorry. Oh, wait, I think or we do a or we do a five person scene. Or, no. no, I think we can make a contest. Casey was saying with Marissa, there's six of us, so you could do you could do two scenes, and we would compete against each other. Two guys and one girl. Two guys in a cup. Oh, dear. Uh, two guys and one girl, and in each uh, threesome. Oh, Jesus. I didn't even mean to use it that Speaking way. Of the All right, so, so two teams yeah. perform anal sex. <laughs> there you go. All right, right, hang on. I like where you're going here. Wait, why don't we make it a contest? And It and, is a contest. Oh, right, one okay. team against the other, and then the oh, audience no, no. decides. I, so what I was saying is, say, Casey and I, uh, you know, we pick out of the hat. We have to pr- perform something together, and the listeners. It's going to be like gym class, where we, somebody doesn't get picked for a team. Team. No, it was what I was. Here, here's no, no, what you no. do. I can't believe I, we're going through this. Okay, let's do it. All we, we put we put a, uh, all the guys' names in a hat. We took put you two girls' names in one hat. In the we, cup. We two draw two <laughs> guys' names out and one girl from there. Boom, and that that's your one group. Okay, and then we have the other three left of the other troops. So there you go. Mm. And then, then we right, pick a scene was, that has three people. But I was saying, and they have to guess the scene. The listener. No, no, it's not that, oh, that's that kind what of contest. I was, that's what no, I was saying. I think that would be better than us performing. Who the hell wants to listen to that? Because they get to vote who did it better. Who did it better? So, so what? Who cares? That's who cares stupid. what scene it is? That's who cares fun. about life? <laughs> We're just spinning on a piece of dust of the universe. It doesn't matter. It's all going to end one day. <laughs> yes. You're right. Did What's you hear? The there's, a, there's an asteroid that's going to co- uh, collide with Earth on Election Day. <laughs> oh, we're off to a flying start with this idea. Yeah. We're going pretty good. <laughs> I can see Kathy next to Cecil B. DeMille. Why Moses? Come on, man. It's Ten Commandments. <laughs> I think okay. we should do our own scenes. Because it, th- that way we're not relying on, on the acting ability or inability of, the, our, of our partners. I think that's what would be fun. Yeah, I agree. I also don't know, though, Kathy, if we could do it without breaking up. Breaking up. Which the audience might like that, so who knows? <laughs> you know, on, in, Our on SNL, when they start messing up and they break character, and it, people love that. Yeah. A compliment for us? That's a yes. compliment <laughs> for you. <laughs> All right, anyway. We'll work on it. I will not let this go, though, Casey. I think oh, you're I'm right. I'm not letting it go. No, I think. I think and not only that, what happens if some... Some uh, insightful agency? producer mm. hears the Here's show. Goes, yeah. Oh my God! Maybe M Night Shyamalan is listening that day. Yeah. The, he no, he he's hates not, us. Away. Yeah, he does. <laughs> no, he doesn't hate us. He, he doesn't. Hate us. Yeah, we could ask him to judge it. Oh, oh! If we, if we do like a little short, like two no, minute, because then he'll be honest. Thing each. <laughs> All right. Anyway, we should fun. we should stop now. We should take a break, and we should have you text the word tattoo to three nine three 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 because uh, we have a tattoo that you can win. All right, it's courtesy of our friends at. Uh, Floating World Tattoo and Piercing on South Street. So get on it because we're going to get a winner soon. Uh, We'll take a break. Come back in a second. I think we got the bizarre file next. So stay put. Preston and Steve's Camp Out for Hunger begins Monday, November 16th at Xfinity Live inside the Wells Fargo Center complex. You heard correctly. The event is a little earlier than usual. This difficult year has made it even harder for area families staring food insecurity right in its face. Which makes the Camp Out Business Challenge more important than ever. Props to Subaru of America for leading the way, challenging other area companies to get involved. It's effective team building for your staff as they rally 
rallied together to help fill abundance in their mission to drive hunger from our communities today and end hunger for good. For those who go the extra mile, there are prizes for the top three business challenge donations, including Preston and Steve broadcasting live from your place and for your staff. Go to WMMR.com for complete details and a list of especially needed food items. Preston and Steve's Camp Out for Hunger from 93.3 WMMR. Putting Philly first. Casey's next to me and he's holding a bag open. And he's got a look on his face. Oh, I'm not letting this go. Oh, is this the acting thing? This is the acting thing. You've decided how this is going to be executed? Yeah, you're going to pick two names. The boys are in the bag. (laughs) Girls are in the hat. No, this is... I think we need to talk about this. My way is better. Oh, man. (laughs) But it wasn't it your is. idea. It's not your idea. I know, but I'm just helping perfect it. What is your My idea again? Better. Make it more of a contest, not a competition between oh us. God. Not make it a contest, not a competition. Aren't those the no, same thing? I said make it a contest for listeners instead of a competition between us. Okay. okay. That's how, different. How, I can't believe we're doing this. <laughs> we should talk about this off air. Yes. How, how does how does a contestant win in your contest? So they are they're actually gonna guess the movie. Oh, so it's like mm-hmm. almost like charades but we're, type of thing. But, 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 if, I, but if you and I um, are, were paired together, we would have to act it out. I think this is a more to be a, a, a oh. test of our acting capabilities. We could yeah. just do a regular trivia contest and play a clip. Yeah, but, we, but we're not. We're going <laughs> to act it out. We're acting it out yeah. uh, to see if um, we're not going to decide right now, Casey. Thanks. Thanks. Okay. Nothing, Kathy. <laughs> you know what? She's out. Let's get another actress in here. She's too difficult. <laughs> can't, can't seem to work with the director. She's very pretty, but very yeah. hard You're to not work. Director, very hard to work. You just, got, you just got chrissied. Yeah. <laughs> I'm the writer, director, producer. You'll hear from my agent. Yeah. Okay. Steve is 100% on board with all of it. <laughs> I know. I, I, I think this should be a an ability to highlight our incredible acting skills yeah. for potential producers out there who are listening <laughs> and want to put us in major movies, perhaps another Marvel movie. Mm. Well, okay. okay. Good Nick? luck with that. We'll do this another time. Uh, we're going to do the Bizarre File now. Now, bizarre. WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre, bizarre File. He's over here. He's drawing it. He's he's already he's doing the drawing. He's putting the team. He's like, he's well, this would have been perfect because I wouldn't have had to work with Kathy. Oh, she would have had to work with Nick and Steve. But you know, Nick, Steve, and Kathy. Oh, it's like that. We're set up it's now. The side of the board. The side of the board. Yeah. We could have just figured who's on one side of the board yeah. and who's on the other. Ah, whatevs. All right. Uh, by the way, the Bizarre Falls brought to you by Hers. Hers hasn't missed a good time in Philly since 1946. When it's time to celebrate the good times. Uh, with nothing but the best company, you gotta break out the hers. Uh, Fort Myers parent says there is such thing as an overly as overly cautious when it comes to COVID nineteen safety. Lexington Middle School told Sheila Gale's eighth grade daughter to quarantine for ten days because what they thought were COVID nineteen symptoms. But mom says it was just that time of the month. Oh man, should be her period. Yes. Her daughter went back to school today, but not before taking a trip to see her doctor. After she reported feeling tired, uh, the district had required her to either quarantine until October 23rd or show proof uh, that it wasn't COVID-19. So instead of dropping her off... You dro- got COVID-19. Uh, at school, uh, Tuesday morning, Gail had to visit the physician's primary care for a doctor's note saying that her daughter's menstrual cycle caused the fatigue. 
Gail says Monday afternoon, her daughter told the school nurse she had just started her cycle and felt tired. No fever, no body aches, just tired. She doesn't have a menstrual cycle. It's broken in the garage. <laughs> the nurse... <laughs> The nurse gave the student a form indicating her fatigue could be related to COVID-19, so they had to go get it checked with the doctor. Wow. They're just being cautious, but maybe a little overly cautious. Uh, Here's another, uh, you know, thing that happened in courtesy of COVID-19. The Society of Vertebrate Paleontology, or SVP, hosted its annual conference digitally this year. The event took place between Wednesday and Saturday online due to the pandemic. But after certain presentations, attendees found that they couldn't use certain phrases and words in their questions as certain words were filtered out by the conference's profanity filter. These are dinosaur people, right? Right. What the hell are they going to be cursing about? University of Maryland. pterodactyls. Paleontologist Thomas Holt Jr. made spreadsheet documenting the various words that were blocked and shared it on Twitter, updating his uh, tweet whenever one uh, another word was removed from the banned list. Banned words included bone, ball, stroke, <laughs> wang, jerk, knob, stroke. Strokes on there twice. I like stroke. Uh, stream, erection, dike, crack, enlargement, lies, and beaver. How do you even talk Among about the, others. the Wangasaurus? Well, things like bone. Yeah. You know, they they couldn't use they can't use the word bone. bone? These are archaeologists? Yeah. Uh University of Tennessee paleontologist uh Stephanie Drummer uh Drummler had posted about the issue on Reddit, writing in the part the platform we're using for the conference is apparently set up for business and industry meetings, not science and what about felching? Uh I don't know. <laughs> That one they allowed. Did the dinosaurs <laughs> do that? Yeah, yeah. the Felchosaurus. It yeah. was an armored, like oh, almost like the st- Stegosaurus. Yeah, it had a long nose y- like y- a straw. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. The Felchosaurus. Sure. Oh, my God. I see it now. What's that I, for? I, I never knew the origin of the word felching. It apparently came from the Felchosaurus. <laughs> Felchosaurus. All right, speaking of more coronavirus stuff. Uh, the pandemic has not deterred the Swiss from sending yodels echoing across their mountain valleys. Oh, I thought you were talking about regular yodels. But a no, not not like I the love snake those suckers. Uh, but a, I like to unroll them. A concert attended by 600 people is believed to have made one canton a European virus hotspot. Uh, what is a canton, by the way? Is that a it's town? Like, no, it's like a, a region, like almost okay. like a state. At the late September yodeling event in the rural Schwiz Canton. <laughs> Schwiz? Yeah. Yeah. S-C-H-W-Y-Z. Yeah, Schwiz. Schwiz neat. Uh, people <laughs> Schwizzed in my pants. Uh, people I in love the, this yodeling. People in the audience were asked to maintain social distancing, but mask wearing was not required. Uh, your mask, everybody. Uh, the organizer, uh, Beat Hegner. Uh, said, we can't do anything about what happened with this yodeling group. We found out nine days after the performances that several people from the group were infected. Uh, now the pandemic has spread through the region uh. Uh, with 1,238 cases compared to just 500 in mid-September. So they feel it was kind of like a super spreader event. What does this mean to the competitive yodeling world? It's a good question. It's going to cripple it, uh, probably. Uh, when, on Wednesday alone, 94 people tested positive, twice as many as the day before the overloaded Cantonal Hospital has asked people to begin wearing their masks and avoid gatherings, especially the yodeling ones. Imagine if you're on the yodel ward. Yeah. When they're calling for help. Oh, my God. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> I'll be right there. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> <laughs> I love that. 
this is a terrible story. The Danby House assisted living facility where three employees were accused of inciting two female residents to fight each other last year is facing a lawsuit filed by one of those residents. Attorneys for Betty Elaine Moore, a 75-year-old resident, filed a lawsuit in Superior Court against Danby House LLC. Uh, the woman, Marilyn Laddish, or the women, I'm sorry, the three women, uh, the women, <laughs> the women, Marilyn Laddish McKee, uh, T- uh, Tanisha Yvonne Tyson, and Tanisha uh, Deshaun Jordan were all indicted on misdemeanor charges of assaulting an individual with Jeez. a disability. Yeah, according to documents. And these were women they had fighting? Yeah, prosecutors allege that the three women encouraged Moore and a 71-year-old resident to fight each other. Lawsuit alleges that the three women... Shared the videos with other people, oh. some of whom posted all the videos on YouTube. I just want to go the distance. Uh, Jordan recorded the fight and shared it with others. Uh, Tyson recorded a second incident in which McKee is alleged to have pushed more into her room. That video was also shared. Human Services and the lawsuit allege that the 71-year-old resident hit more repeatedly and choked her. Uh, the lawsuit alleges that the three workers did not intervene in the fight, failed to notify supervisors... Also, lawsuit also alleges that officials at Danby House, when told of the incident, did not contact police. So we saw a report about uh, assisted living facilities and nursing homes. And because you, usually you have uh, other eyes on your loved, beloved family members because you're going to visit them. Because this isn't yeah, the case. Can't. They've had all sorts of issues with stuff like this. It's scary. Yes. You know, it's a terrible story. I hate to end on it, but we are going to end on that one. Speaking of uh, going the distance, as you said that, Steve, uh, tomorrow we're going to take a shot at the uh, battle of the self-proclaimed experts. I'm looking forward to this. And their subject matter will be the Rocky films. We got some great emails from people who love this franchise and say that they know it verbatim. They know all the tiny little details about the Rocky franchise. One person even called them the canon six films of the franchise. I'm like, all right. Okay, they're serious. So they're serious. So we're going to have two people battle head-to-head tomorrow, and we'll see how they do. And if this works out nice, and we can come up with some other categories down the road to see if maybe you fall into uh, into that category of being an expert... And may want to uh, participate in it. So Maybe we'll we can find experts on the proper way to do an acting contest. I hope so. Yeah, yeah. So we can get that worked out one day. All right, we're going to take a break, but that's coming up on tomorrow's show. Coming back, and we'll have a chance uh, for you to win because we're going to get to music news. And it is free music Tuesday, actually, because it's Tom Petty's birthday. Uh, and we'll tell you what you might win in a little bit. Stay with us. Love MMR? Buy some gear. Check out the rock shop at WMMR.com. Snazzy. Steven Singer Jewelers is not in the jewelry business. He's in the love business. Whether celebrating life or celebrating love, Steven Singer is there for you. I hate Stevensinger.com. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Your day, although it looks a little bit hazy and gray is going to be fairly nice. Our temperatures are going to top off around 76 degrees, and we will have some peaks of sun. It's not going to be like a brilliant sunny day, uh, but it's going to be comfortable. And 75 tomorrow is an afternoon sun. Morning is going to start off cloudy each day. Uh, Thursday, the warmest, 78. And by the time we get to Friday and Saturday, cloudy skies, but uh, low 70s. So really enjoyable late October weather. Perfect honest. weather to plant some bulbs, Preston. Yeah. 
plant some bulbs? That's what my wife tells me. Oh, she she planted a hundred of them. What is she planting? A hundred bulbs. A hundred bulbs. Yeah, What's she planting? Um, the what are they? Uh, Petunias. Uh, no. Uh, what is this standard? Um, Daffodils. No. Like um, tulips. Tulips. Thank tulips. you, Nick. Tulips or bulbs? Yeah, it's it's bulb season. Okay. She's right. Yeah. Good weather for you. You don't want to do it before the hard hard frost, Steve. Yes, yep. I know. Yeah. That's when I plan to get all my corn. Mm. No, you're gonna. That, that's gonna be a failing crop. Yeah, Come I on. want it to fail. I I'm making this. a statement. <laughs> no, the the tulips are really pretty. It's only one time, and they will come back for a few years. They'll come back. They'll I did... come back in the fecal matter of the squirrels that eat them. No, 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 no. If she buries them deep enough, they'll be okay. fine. Um, she got a special device from Amazon yes, to dig them to, deep. To yes, dig them deep. you yes. know. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Bulb away, everybody. Yeah, bulb, 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 bulb. It's bulb weather. All right, we're going to ask today's lesson question, and we're going to give away a $50 gift card for Nebraza. And the question that we have to go with this, in order for Casey to get home on his stand-up scooter, he needs to add his weight plus 15 pounds of what dessert item? <laughs> 215 <laughs> Two one five two six three WMMR. Okay. In order for Casey to get home on a stand-up scooter, he needs to add his weight plus fifteen pounds of what dessert item? Two one five two six three WMMR. While you are calling, we're going to do the trash. The trash business is a gold mine. Ninety-three-three WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. Let's see what we get today, Steve. What do you got for us? Well, reality star Scott Disick was seen out on a first date with model Megan Blake Irwin at a restaurant in Hollywood on Thursday night. However, the date ended abruptly when a woman at a table next to them whispered to Blake that Earth has other men. Whoa. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> Cardi B reacting very negatively to fans questioning her getting back together yet again with chronically unfaithful husband Offset. Cardi explained the downside of having such a wet-ass pee is that there's no moisture left for her brain. Oh. Hey! And finally, TMZ reporting that Halle Berry and Jennifer Lopez have not only launched two competing health and wellness apps, but are very competitive over who has the best body. California Governor Gavin Newsom has suggested that for there to be any definitive resolution on the matter, both Barry and Lopez would have to get naked, make out, and then shave each other. All right, we'll go to the phones and see if we can get an answer to this. Uh, in order for Casey to get home uh, on his stand-up scooter, he needs to add his weight plus 15 pounds of what? <laughs> and I will go to Charlie for the answer. Hey, Charlie. Hey, Preston, how are you? Doing very well, sir. Thanks for asking. So when uh, Casey needs to get home on a scooter... Needs to add his weight plus 15 pounds of what? That would be some apple fritters. Apple fritters. Who is Charlie? I love apple fritters. All right, Charlie. Hang on a second. What, I'm sorry. Did you play that clip, Casey? Yes. Yeah. Who is Charlie? All right. Where is he? Is this Charlie? <laughs> Where are the fritters? All right, Charlie, we are going to give you a $50 card for Nabraza, courtesy of Fast and Furious Spy Racers Rio. Exclusively on Netflix now, Nebraza is open for curbside pickup or indoor-outdoor dining, serving a full 15 Brazilian meat service with a dedicated server to each table. Details at nebraza.com. Uh, we'll get into music news. Now, Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3 WMMR. Yeah! <laughs> I have several interesting stories for you. We'll start with this one. Pearl Jam is offering a pay-per-view stream of their live performance from April 29th 
2016 to commemorate the 30th anniversary of their first live performance. Uh, Antimusic.com reports that the webcast will feature the band's entire 32-song set from the show at the Wells Fargo Center in Philadelphia. How about that? Which features a performance of their entire debut album, 10. Is this the night that they said hello to you, Nick? It's the second time. It's the second time? Uh, but it was MMR's birthday, April 29th, 2016. Uh, they did not tell anybody that they were going to do 10 wow. beginning to end. Uh, so it was a really <laughs> special night. And, uh, yeah, there was there was a shout-out from Eddie to the uh, to me and to Pierre and to Matt Cord from the stage and uh, to MMR as well. say hello to Nick and, and also to Matt Cowper. No. Matt Cowper, no. <laughs> Matt Cord. Matt Cord. Yeah. No? No. Matt Cowper's got... A lot of product in his head, right? Yeah. <laughs> I think he was sick that night. Matt Calvert. Sick. Sick. We, have, um, uh, we just got some very troubling information that he might be sick. So, did you, when you were there that night, did you know when they started? So, they opened with Once, I think. Is yeah. that the opening track? Yeah, I What comes that, after that? Uh, even Flow, then Alive. And so, by Alive, you start to realize. You knew it was coming together. It was coming, yeah. But they had actually, the night before, opened the show with Once. So, it was two nights in a row with the same song, which they don't do very often. I was like, oh, that's kind of odd and a little bit of a ripoff. Yeah. And then, uh, and then they, it turned out not to be that. All right, wow. so we have clips here, right? Did he, so that concert, did he m- mention WMMR three times during the yeah. Yeah, there's a song called Let the Records Play, and okay. uh, he did it around that song and uh, wished the station happy birthday. Yeah, we have we have all three if you want to listen to Hell this. yeah. Yeah, all right. All right, here we, here go. we go. Here's a... Uh... There's, there's a place in town that's been spinning records for 48 years, and uh, I just want to... So I I don't think I've ever heard that one before. No. We only played it a few times because it actually kind of pales in the comparison to the first time that he said something to the, the radio station. And I want to spend some time with this <laughs> so you can know just how wonderful Nick is <laughs> as a, an altruistic individual got an enormous head, but that head is full of love. It was nice of him to say that. And honestly, you know, he's, he's, he, sometimes he wears baseball caps and sometimes he doesn't. He goes bird watching a lot. Yeah. I respect that. The crowd was eating it up, too. All right, let me play a little bit more of this. Here we go. Song. That's really cool, man. Well, yeah, that so they go f- into the song, so that's the first one, and then um, there's more. There's right. more. WMMR, the sound of yeah. Philadelphia. Uh, okay, audio is not that great. I, no, we probably have better better version of it somewhere because they did release that. Um, let, me, let me back it up just a spot. Eddie doing his DJ voice, yeah, right? I think okay. that we probably can get better uh, audio. Okay. But anyway. That I mean, is cool, though. Yeah, I mean, especially cool. since. Is Eddie freaking Vetter saying your he's name? He's been reticent to do that, Bill, right? He was not, he's not very. No. Yeah. Kind of a quiet guy. Oh, who's right. that? That's our, that's Bill Weston. <laughs> yeah, he's in the background. You're doing this. Oh, my God. Did he just make he's, that? Uh, he's he Jeffrey Tubin. gestured <laughs> like he was jerking it. He pressed it. He's tubing it. He only did it because I wasn't looking. He's tubing it. It was fine. <laughs>
That's our boss. We don't have HR, that, that, remember? That was, that was our boss. <laughs> <laughs> was. He was a good guy. Yeah. <laughs> he will be missed. All right. What's the last clip of Eddie? Uh, something right after that. All right, here we go. Speaking of WMMR and then radio stations, we, we were on a... kind of babbling about yeah, it. Yeah, so okay. I think this is like uh, somebody holding up their phone and recording it. The, the, yeah. we, I'll get you uh, better audio if okay. you want or care. But the, the cool thing about all of this is that the Pearl Jam is releasing this video. Yeah. And uh, it's it's taken from that show. And um, it was a great show. But mostly it's a great show because they do 10 beginning to end. All right. Uh, the live stream will be available on Nugs.net uh, from Thursday the 22nd. Uh, through October 25th. Tickets are available for fourteen ninety nine. That's, That's a division of PUD. Mm, uh, did, uh, PUD International. Nugs, Nugs.net, a division of PUD International. <laughs> uh, I thought this was really interesting. Steve Perry of Journey fame. Yes. Revealed that uh, a pre-Sammy Hagar team-up between him and Eddie Van Halen nearly happened. Um, Steve became close with Van Halen when they and Montrose had opened for Journey in 1978 during Van Halen's uh, first national tour. Cause I wonder what that would have been like. Journey was already established at that point. So, Would, would Steve <clears throat> Perry have been the appropriate singer for a sound like... Well, he comments on that. So yeah. Perry said, uh, I don't think anybody knows this, but when David Lee Roth left Van Halen in 1985, I was living in the Bay Area and not sure what I was going to be doing anymore. <clears throat> and um, I don't remember how it went down, but either I called Eddie or Eddie called me. Back in those days, we both were having uh, what you'd call late-night behaviors on the phone. All I know is that we both ended up on the phone that night having some fun, talking trash. And he went on to remember saying, Eddie <clears throat> said that... Sorry, hang on a second. <clears throat> you okay over there? Bill hates it when I do that, but I can't... It's your button or something. Uh, he said, Eddie said that I should come down sometime and we should jam and have a play. Man, at some level within me, I felt so honored because I was in awe of Eddie's natural talent. He was just born with it. I wanted so badly to do that. We talked about how cool that could be musically, and this was before Sammy. And he said the next day, and in the weeks to come, I thought, you know what? I don't know that I should do that. If it goes creatively to what I know it can go to, whatever I could bring to that, I know it would be something I'd really love doing. My only problem I had with was the thought, I don't know that I could be the guy to go out there and represent the David Lee Roth years with my voice. Right. I don't know if I want to be that guy. And shortly thereafter, uh, they got Sammy, and he was the perfect version of that guy. So, yeah, he didn't want to go out and, and be singing Panama and Jump and these other songs. Not his style. wouldn't sound right at all. Yeah. Uh, Perry is ultimately happy with the way things turned out for him and Van Halen. He said, I don't know what Eddie's intentions were when he called me. He was just saying, let's get together and play. And it wasn't a promise. It was just, why not? Let's see what it sounds like. And as I said, I think representing the legacy up to that point would have been something vocally that I don't think I was really suited to doing. It's a different kind of singing. But I, of course, am curious as to what new music would have sounded like yeah. uh, with those two forces together. But we shall never know. True. Uh, following John Bon Jovi's recent remarks, insinuating that Richie Sambora's life remains in disarray since quitting the band... Uh, the former Bon Jovi guitarist is answered back. It was earlier this month while promoting the band's new 2020 album that John went so far as to claim that Sambora's life was in disarray. In a an interview, he said, uh, obviously it hurts. And, you know, this is um, Richie speaking. Yeah, He said, obviously uh, it hurts. You know, breaking up is hard to do. I was in a situation 
and it was not easy to make that decision to leave the band and the fans. I was in a dire situation with my family, and I had to make a tough decision, and I did, and I'm sure that people weren't happy about it. Uh, he laughed uh, and then added, when people say that I don't have my life together, are you kidding me? I'm the happiest dude on the block. He said, regarding his relationship with John, uh, he said, look, we've had our ups and downs throughout the years, as any married couple have. John and I spent some more time together than we spent with our families because him and I wrote the songs. But as you see now, my daughter just graduated on the dean's list from LSU as a psychology major, and she's gone on to grad school now. And so it's just, you know, she and I have uh, just been really fantastic, and we have a great relationship. When pressed about his thoughts about reuniting with Bon Jovi, he said, it would have to be a special situation for me to go back, but I'm certainly not counting it out. I have no malice toward the band. Uh, He was asked about his relationship with his former wife and actress, uh, Heather Locklear, who's endured a very public battle to regain her sobriety. He said, I love Heather now more than when we first met. We still maintain a friendship and realize that we are definitely bound by blood and family. Whatever I had to do to support her, I did. So He's a nice guy. Yep. He's a nice guy. Yep. And then one last interesting thing, more out of the world of classic rock, but certainly MMR was a big part of Fleetwood Mac's career. The 1997 Rumors album has soared back Mm -hmm. into the Billboard Top 10. What? Because of the TikTok video? Following the recent TikTok video. (laughs) Yep. Uh, Of course, the song Dreams. Yeah. Uh, The album's new ranking at number 10 will be marked on the magazine's Billboard 200 albums chart dated October 24th. Billboard posted rumors earned 33,000 equivalent album units in the U.S. in the week ending October 15th, up 15%, according to Nielsen. And of that sum, 23,000 compromise, what are called C units, S-E-A units. I'm not sure exactly what that means. You know what I mean? It's a dirty word. S-E-A? No. Uh, So anyhow... Uh, yeah, it's it's jumped way back up in popularity, which I love. I think it's, I mean, it's just fantastic music. Oh, yeah. But if you don't know anything about the band, uh, Lindsey Buckingham had said a while back that fans tend to over-romanticize what a horrendous period the recording of Rumors was for the members of Fleetwood Mac. He said, if, if there was one worse thing, it was probably just that it was difficult for all four of us as two couples to have broken up to be alienated. Probably not to have gotten anything close to closure and to still have to kind of move forward. Like, they were really at odds with each other. They were all having sex with each other and breaking up with each other, and that created a very volatile dynamic. Yet it didn't. It didn't hinder their creativity, and and I don't know that it necessarily enhanced it or not. I mean, but it made for one spectacular album. We started to click after we all started having sex with each other. It had to be yeah. at some point. Uh, and he said, and. To do that, you kind of had to compartmentalize your emotions a little bit. You had to seal one thing off here and get on with it there. It was kind of an exercise in denial. Rumors, by the way, by the way was released on February 4th, 1977. Topped the Billboard 200 album charts for 31 non-consecutive weeks. Uh, the album which won the Grammy Award for Album of the Year currently has sales of 40 million <laughs> units worldwide. Spawned four top ten hits. Go Your Own Way was number ten. Don't Stop was three, Dreams was number one, and You Make Lovin' uh, Fun, number nine. So it's amazing. Album. And it's back in the top ten. Yeah. That's very cool for them. And there you go. That's what I have for you, Music News. Now, another legend we speak of and a chance for you to win something from is Tom Petty. Today would have been his birthday. Uh, and we have a chance for you to win the digital copy of Wildflowers and all the rest. The deluxe edition, 54 tracks, 8 unreleased songs, and 24 unreleased Versions. We'll take caller 
number 24 at 215-263-WMMR. It is also available in a CD set and Super Deluxe Edition, 5-CD Limited Edition set from Warner Records. And Tom continues to move forward in the Rocktober Madness, brought to you by Horizon Services. Tom Petty beat Foo Fighters yesterday, which I thought that was a pretty... That's that, a formidable battle. That's a pretty good match. I mean, Tom yeah, yeah. is more legendary. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. But a strong force in the Foo Fighters. But uh, Tom moves ahead. Uh, he will next face the the uh, winner of the Metallica Pink Floyd match, which is going to be taking place today. So, Other matches happening <laughs> today are Kinks and Offspring, yeah. Queen and Genesis, and the Beatles and Iron Maiden. Initially, like we were looking at all the different matchups, we're like, "Oh my God, how is this even going to work?" But it, it starts to self-correct. I mean, self-correct is really just a, an objective term, right? Depending on what bands you tend to favor, but uh, it it's it's still it, we as we've noticed all along, it's anybody's game. Yep, it will be. So make sure that you hear have your voice heard. We're gonna break. Come back in a second. We'll get that letter of the day for the word of the week. We'll wrap this thing up and uh, let you carry on. We'll be right back. 93.3 WMMR presents Jackson's Local Shots Artist of the Month, Tala. Celebrating our area's best talent. Bringing it to you on air, online, and in the community. Hear and see more at WMMR.com. Keyword, Local Shots. Tala. Jackson's Local Shots Artist of the Month. Sponsored by Family and Company Jewelers. Find a band that rocks her world at Family. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. It's been a fun day today, and it has not looked like a nice day, but it actually, it is. It's deceiving. Um, it's mild. Yeah. We're going to have 76 degrees today. We will have some sun peeking out, but we've had... It's not raining. Yeah, we had a little, just a little bit of spitting, but uh, not much in the way of, of full-on rain. So it's going to be it's going to be nice. And we'll, we'll have, excuse me, starting with cloudy skies tomorrow, and then seventy-five in the afternoon sun, and then Thursday, Friday, and Saturday looking pretty good too. But it's not going to be that sunny this week. But it's going to be mild. It's going to be enjoyable. Um, so there you go. That's what we have. And I want to thank Dan Soder Woo-hoo! for being on this morning. Uh, Dan is in town. Uh, he is going to be at Helium Comedy Club on Thursday. And also Friday and Saturday. And there are shows at 7.15 and 9.30. And you can go to heliumcomedy.com uh, to get your tickets. Uh, there's one show on Thursday. That's the 8 p.m. show. Uh, and actually, um, Big J is going to be there Wednesday night. That's it's, right, it's yeah. Cool, so it should be cool. Uh, let's see. Today is Tuesday. That means we need to get a winner for a Tad Tuesday. Winner of a Preston and Steve-themed tattoo is Steve Hampel of Glen Olden, Pennsylvania. Congratulations, Steve. Thank you for uh, texting in. And we're going to give you a $350 gift certificate for Floating World Tattoo and Piercing. Uh, tattoos on the uh, tattoos on the President Steve Show is presented by Floating World Tattoo and Piercing, 1729 South Street in Philadelphia. For artwork samples, uh, visit their website, floatingworldtattoos.com, or you can check them out on Instagram. Uh, their handle is at Floating World Tattoos. So we are happy uh, to give that to Stephen. And we're happy to welcome uh, Pierre to the studio. He's in. Hey, man, how you doing? Good day. Wonderful to see you. Wonderful to be seen and to see all of you, my dear brothers and sisters. <laughs> Excellent. It is kind of a gray day, isn't it? It is. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Let's get the letter of the day. Here we go. Preston yeah. and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the Daily Letter. Sometimes he gives you a lot and sometimes there's just a smidge. It's, like, yeah, it's all good, though. It's, it's all good. 
It is. It's it's beautiful. What's the the Preston Steve show is brought to you today by the letter O. Oh. As in oh. opera. All right. And we have a $300 Xfinity Live gift card. It's always a home game at Xfinity Live. Xfinity Live is your home to watch. Uh, and cheer on the birds for all their home and away games. And reserve a table now You can uh, for bird, Bird's Game Day. You can visit XfinityLive.com. <laughs> for real, man. For reals. For uh, real? What's up on the show, man? Well, uh, lots and lots and lots. Like you guys had, we've got that free music Tuesday, Tom Petty Wildflowers Deluxe Edition on digital uh, to give away. And um, Petty's birthday, so we'll do a workforce block of Tom and a workforce block of Live. And then the Rocktober Madness uh, into the Steel, Stellar, what is it, whatever it is? Stellar 16. Steel City? Whatever. Steel yeah. City, uh, yeah, yeah, Blues. Yeah. yeah. Pittsburgh 16. Exactly. <laughs> um, and uh, so the it's... Masturb 8. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> We've got... Um, Just keep going. Keep yeah. going. I like it. I love it. I like it. <laughs> the Offspring <laughs> against the Kinks at 11.30. And then we will have Queen <laughs> against Genesis at 1.30. Uh, so that'll be interesting, but uh, the interest really goes into overdrive uh, as Brent fills in for um, Jackson with a 3.30 block of Pink Floyd against Metallica, and then the 5.30 block, the Beatles versus Iron Maiden. Wow. Crazy. Um, now, at this point, with these bands um, it, it, there, I would like the Beatles to go all the way. Me too. Really? And I'd like that you. because the winner gets a two-hour block from 7 to 9, oh. and it would drive Bill crazy <laughs> to have us do a two-hour block. I told him this yesterday. He goes, no, 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 don't even say it. Um, so that's so you're why saying it. I now want the Beatles oh, to go all the way uh, because a two-hour block of, of, of 40-year-old songs. Um, 53-year-old songs. Yeah. Yes, yeah. thank you. Mm. Um, starting with I Want to Hold Your Hand, yeah. you know, I mean, and uh, Help. Could, and on and on. You could have 70 songs in you two could. hours. Yeah. That's another great yeah. point. Yeah. Uh, they only they only had a few long ones. So, I mean, come on. Let's go Beatles. Yeah, I'm so, with you, man. I mean, no offense against the Irons, but, um, you know, I think, I, think we've got a, I think we've got someone. I, of course, that just doomed them that I said that. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, maybe. It came out in favor of Listen, the Beatles have, have entered a category where they've, they've, they've won so much that sometimes now they get overlooked a little bit, you right. know, and, and, and I would like to see that return to glory here on MMR personally. Thank so. you, sir. I'm with you on that, Pierre. All right, and speaking of things, oh, by the way, we have uh, some veggie pizza if you're oh, here. Really? Steve, you want to hit that? Uh, yes, it's Max one Pizza. More time? It wow. is a snap pizza. Uh, which is Rob Wasserman, who owns Rouge. Okay. Uh, he offered up this wonderful thing for Max Fund, which is my wife's charity that helps uh, homeless and feral cats, the cat right. population in and around Philadelphia. So you get the pizza, and it's um, it's got uh, mushrooms and anchovies. And no, 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 artichokes. Artichokes. Sorry, artichokes. You're right. Yep. Anchovies. But, uh, and spinach, and it's a, it's a veggie pizza, and it's, uh, it's wonderful. Their pizza and everything is generally good, but every pizza purchased... A dollar goes to Max Fund, so wow. it's a limited time thing. It's a nice little thing he threw to us, especially when it's been tough pulling off these charity events. So try the pizza if you like it. If you're looking for something to lunch, how do people today, get it? Just go right over there. There's a whole bunch of locations. The information's up on PrestonSteve.com. Okay. There's actually one right over here in Ballackinwood, right in the um, in the strip mall there. Wow, next to the Acme. I'd like five hundred. <laughs> we would be very happy about mm. that. Yes. Mm. All right. All right. Let me thank our sponsors. Preston Steve Show is brought to you today by Dunkin' the official coffee of the Preston Steve Show and Acme Markets Fresh Foods. Local flavors tomorrow. 
jam-packed day. It's Wednesday. Hell? We go live on Fox Good Day. We have a secret text word. We have the host of The Amazing Race, Phil Keegan, joining us. Uh, one of our favorite uh, comedians, Aisha Tyler, is going to oh, be getting in touch. We love her love to death. Love her. And tomorrow, the first time we're taking this out for a run, we'll see how it goes. It is Battle of the Self-Proclaimed Experts. Yes. A contest here on the show where two people to claim to be experts in a category. This category that we've chosen is the Rocky Universe. Yo, Adrian. Exactly. You nailed it. You got it. It's one point for Pierre. (laughs) Thank you. So we'll be doing that tomorrow morning. That is it. We are done. Rage on. Have a great day, and we'll see you tomorrow, gang. (laughs) Bye-bye. The Preston and Steve love you, hate you line. It is raining. Turn on your goddamn headlights. Not your daytime running lights, not your high beams, not your parking lights, not your fog lights, not your long ass LED scorched sun light bar, your mother headlights. Next message. <laughs> so it goes from Casey Boy riding around on the Vespa to the Joker getting apple fritters on the mother. I'm dying. I almost got about a quarter cup of piss in my car now, guys. Thanks. Next message Facebook, text messages, phone calls. Am I voting? Yes, I'm voting. Stop calling me. The Preston and Steve love you, hate you line. Call 484 434 1333. MMR rocks. Brought to you by DellToyota.com and DellChevrolet.com. Jack. Sell them for less.